privacy is not really there. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like for somebody that wants to take me seriously, they have to be able to understand the fact that I can't suck the grizzle out of your dick without my kids knocking on the real shit. Okay. Real shit. But they're going to go to sleep with time they go to bed. Well, I mean... Because I don't give a fuck if you told me to come back over there at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to be there at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. Fair enough. But that, a I man mean, doesn't wait two years to have sex with a woman. You guys wait hey, to have sex with us, right? Re- oh, we wait hey, to have sex with you. But hold on. You and I have been friends forever. But who the fuck is going to wait that long where they can get that elsewhere and get pussy with no kids? Do you know what I'm saying? Doesn't so matter. I, I'm still I hitting feel like In my situation... There is no situation, darling. I don't care if you, you have three kids. So? I'm still hitting it. Am I making excuses for the men? Yes. Oh, really? You're doing the black woman over 40 thing, yeah. <laughs> black woman over 40. Black I woman over 40, like, yeah. Excuses, excuses. I, I, listen, here's my thing. I know what I have going on. And if... And if we do, too. Hold on. If somebody can't accept that, I respect that. I can't make a man say, well, there's a black, white, Chinese. I can't. A man is not going to not want to have sex with you because you have five kids. It just doesn't connect. I've been trying for how many years? It's hard. Uh, No, there's no no man. If you. If you didn't have sex, if you if if you have five kids, it's not going to turn us off to have sex with you. Do you understand what I'm saying? No. Is it me that I'm being too nice, or I don't know, Nate? No, it's Corey. You're being naive. That's not. You know what I mean? Yes. It's not. There's there's no excuse on this earth. I just. I don't know. Like now that you say that, it makes sense. But I feel like at my age. Like I, I, I like the fact that you know somebody. If somebody wants to come here weekends, I like the fact that they spend time with me. They spend time with the That's, kids. That part is cool, but do you do you want to fuck? I am shit. No, I am shit. <laughs> but do do, do you want to fuck? Is the question. Do Pardon? you want to fuck? Well, I'm a woman. Of course, I want to, but it's just okay. So, how would you let a man? Know this physically? How would you let him know what I was saying? Knowing me, I would tell you straight up. But like what? Again, like what? So, because no, I, I want to hear. No, if if just say, I'm friend, listen, use some, use something that you actually say. I want to see how I'm going to interpret this. Use something no, that you I actually feel like, okay. Just as an example, don't. I hope nobody takes offense to what I'm about to say. No. But Nate, if you and I were speaking to each other for years, correct? Right. I feel like at some point there's going to you're either gonna make a play or I'm gonna make a play, and we go from there. But in my well, what kind of play? What kind of play? Show I don't know, man. I mean, you know what? Two adults, we're grown. I don't have to explain myself, but I feel like sometimes, you know, the guy might now want to. Take things further because one, I've got a whole bunch of children. You know that. Or it two, means nothing. I know that's what I mean, but that's nothing. not what I'm here for. I'm not here for just nothing. No, no, it means nothing that you have. It, you have five children. What does that have to do with having sex with you? There's a lot to do with that. No, it does not. It does really? not. Somebody that has not. Five kids, you don't think there's a lot to do with that? There, no. There, 
most men would think, oh, five kids, she's either fucked up, right? She's we talking to marry up. or to have sex? No but, no, but I'm just saying in general, to even get attached to somebody with five no. kids. We don't think really? Well, see, here's maybe that's a different. If word. if a, if a man is gay, yes, okay. it's different. He's gonna they'll make that excuse, mm -hmm. meaning like it, it's an issue. A guy's not gonna say I'm not having sex with no girl that got five kids. Well, that's a problem then. Like it's if, if not, you know I mean? well, that would be an issue for me. I feel like well, yeah. That's what he says. Look at that. Look, read this. Mick J said, a man cares on how you look, period. You could be a mom with a two-month-old. We don't care. We don't care. I told you. I told you. We don't care. I'm not like barking at the wrong tree because it's been years. Yeah, because you're trying to... If, 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 if this is a real case scenario, you know what I mean? If you're barking up the wrong tree, I mean... You, you can't make a person be attracted to you that's not attracted to well, a woman. I, like, I know that, but I also don't want... I don't think you heard what I said. Did you hear what I said? <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying? Like, real shit, I don't feel... I don't I don't want necessarily to be... Like, I don't want him to feel attracted because he asked you. I want you to be attracted because you want to be attracted. Misha, there's not a man on this earth that's going to say, I'm not fucking her. Are you crazy? It's not really? saying that. No. I've had about seven it's men who were like, no, I ain't fucking with you because you got kids. I'm like, you know what? Cool. Well, he probably he probably didn't want a relationship. Yeah, probably a relationship. I don't care sex. about relationship. I'm not right. looking for a relationship. Look, look, there's no man turning you down in the bedroom because you have five kids. What's up, baby girl? What's going on? Nothing. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. I love your hair. <laughs> Ow, I love that hair. Right, that big ass hair. That's yeah. big hair. That's, that, that hair makes a statement. We didn't have your mother's hair bumped up like that. Yo, can we can we bump up your mother's hair like that? We need to bump huh? up your mother's hair. We need to bump up your mother's hair like that. Um, I'm I'm Asian, so I ain't got that. Hair. No, you can do something like that. This is an adult conversation. Say good night. It's always love. That's my that's my girl right there. Shout out to everybody, man. But. Yeah. These are like my God. These are like my daughters and God and kids, mom. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love them. I love all of them. I really do. I love her children. I really, really do. I think yeah, her children. They, they love Nate too. So, so I gotta wait. That's why I can't really wait to get up there. Now we have a woman saying this. Now check this out. So, Sweet Melody says, "I would assume men don't care about your kids if they just want sex, but if it leads or they want something more, the kids would be an issue. Then again, it depends on the guy. That is." The truth. Let me say it again. I would assume men don't care about your kids if they just want to. No, we don't. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> but if it leaves or if they want something more, the kids will be an issue. Okay, yes. enough. Here's the thing, sweet melody 411. I don't just fuck just a fuck. Let me, let me get that straight now. I like to have sex with somebody that I can connect to. We all know I have five kids. And I know I can get, like, really, I can be honest. I can, I can I, be I, honest. Wait, 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 let me stop you real quick. We Hold don't on. care about connecting with you if we just have well, sex. Fair enough, but I care. <laughs> yeah, but that's why we, this is the bullshit. That, this is how us men lie. But care. I care. This is why I've been sick for three years. 
Why? I care. I care because there's more to there's more to just Misha having five kids. There's it's deeper than that. So I care. Whether or not somebody else gives a shit, I don't care. But yeah, but I, I, I get that you care, that, but we don't. Well, you we don't necessarily care. don't, but no, 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 no. Really? Listen. See, that's the problem. This is the problem with a lot of women. This is what I'm trying on. to tell you. Time out. Time out. Y'all don't turning. listen. I'm, I'm here not, giving it to you raw. We're not gonna turn this into the debate that we had. No, 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 no. This is a. Okay. This is not even a but debate. Mom, you know, you, you, not you, listen to me. What you're not understanding is this. You're saying you care. We get I that. I, we get that, but we don't. I'm a fucking woman. No woman the, can sit here and tell me they don't give a shit. Come we're on. We're not saying you don't care. We know you care. We yes. know you care, but most most men we don't care. We don't care about the fact that you have children. We don't care. We don't care about connecting oh. with you in the bedroom. We don't think like that. Okay, so late. Let, let, can I ask you something? Yes. What if you meet somebody? Okay. That cares you have four kids, might not be your ideal guy, and might not want to do the things that you do at a fast pace. How about that? Say that again. No, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like for me, okay, let me let me break it down. I feel like what I've been through, I'm not looking for a sex partner, I'm looking for somebody that I can connect with one somebody that I can help grow with and achieve their goals, whether it's financially, spiritually, whatever. That's what I'm looking for. So you're looking I'm for a relationship? For a fuck, because I can get dick anywhere. Right, but you're looking for you're looking for a relationship. No, I'm lo I'm looking for here's the difference. I'm looking for, see, I hate to say relationship because I'm looking for a partner, which I think means deeper than a relationship. I'm Part looking of the relationship. for a partner. It's a relationship. Partnership. Partnership, relationship. Um, no, partnership. There's a huge difference because people might think relationship, oh, money-wise. No, nigga, I don't need your money. No. I want a partnership, somebody that I can learn from, somebody that I can grow old with, okay. somebody I can teach my children. That sounds that good. Own, right, that their own father can teach them. That's what I'm looking for. Not necessarily just a relationship or a fuck buddy. You can get that anywhere. That's not where I'm at. I think that's why I've been single for so long. Why? Because nobody wants to commit to a woman that has those well, requests for five kids. I do, but at the same time, what's the difference between committing to somebody with five kids that have their shit together rather than committing to a single woman that don't have no responsibilities and just want to be out? You know what I'm saying? Listen. Like, like, I get the fact that most men would want somebody that's single but at the same time I feel like at our age group we've learned from our experiences and we know what we want
There's nothing wrong with that. Correct? There's nothing wrong with wanting so, to... Listen, it sounds, it, it sounds good. That all sounds good. But at the end of the but, day, how do you have that type of future with a man and there's no connection and you're not even fucking? Let, let me rewind the question back to you. Nate, you've known me for quite a while. Right. Would you look at me as a person you would just fuck with? Despite having five kids or somebody that you would be like, you know what? She's she's good. That that's a real question that I'm asking from a friend to a friend. I'm not gonna get offended, but that's what I want to know. When you look at me, do you look at me like some bitch that has five kids just wanna fuck or somebody that is woman enough that holds your own that can that you can build a future with? That's my question. I'm not gonna take offense to your answer. No, no, no. I wouldn't I, I would probably look at the fact that listen, you have five children. But hold on. Okay. Right? You have five children. Fair enough. You're going to need a man to give you 100%. I can't give you 100%. But hold on. But would you... That's not the question. Would you look at me as somebody that's just... Man, a single baby mom with five kids on the street? Or would you... I wouldn't say on the street. I wouldn't wouldn't say... Hold on. Hold on. Or would you look at me as somebody that has... You know what? Five kids... Things happen, circumstances happen, but she's a good woman, and I would definitely settle down. No, really? I would say she's a good woman, but I wouldn't settle down with her because she has five kids. Really? Yeah. I'm kind of offended. You asked the question. No, but you really look at me that way, but but uh, you know what? You Respect- said you wouldn't get offended. You said you wouldn't no, get offended. No, no, I'm not, but I feel like you've <laughs> known me long enough to be like, I'm not a hoe. I didn't say you're a hoe. You don't got to be a hoe to have five kids. I know hoes that got no kids. Okay, hold on. But if you were to choose a single woman over, okay, a single woman that you know is going to fuck every Tom, Dick, and Harry versus somebody that, you know what? Unfortunately, life happened and these are the situation. That's what you would choose? A single woman? I wouldn't settle down with either one of them. Mm. Fair enough. I respect that. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I respect that. Okay. Whether she's a hoe or she got 10 kids and she's not a hoe. You know, the hoe I'm going to fuck with, I'm going to have sex with her. I'm going to have sex with the woman I got kids to. Fair enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's basically so. You got to ask the real questions, man. I will give it to you. I don't know. Like, I just feel like. I don't want to say I don't, I don't want to sit here and say I'm I'm exceptional, but I feel like what has happened in my life is situations that anybody could have gone through, and this Listen, is where I'm at. What about a man that can't have kids that would want to be with you because he can't have children? Well, I, I'm I've always been honest. My Nate, my tubes are tied. I don't want any more. I've got five kids. How am I bringing? I no, feel I'm, like saying, I'm saying, saying a man that can't reproduce himself, he he may want you because he can't have children biologically. It's impossible. So he would want to be with you because you have five children. He would want to call his own. Well, I mean, that's on him. But I've always been honest enough to say I've, I'm a single mother, divorced or separated with five kids. And if, you know, that's something you can accept. There's nothing... There's nothing else to go from there. Right? 
You got to think of it like this. Okay. We know you may be a catch because the fact that you are five children that is, you're not a slut. No, and, and hold on. Time out. I don't think, I don't think because having five kids that I was a failure. Okay. Let's be honest here. People that are watching live. Would you rather me be with, with my husband that used to whoop the shit out of me? Or would you rather me be with a next husband that actually said to myself as a mother of five kids, abuse is not good enough. See, it's never going to be good enough. Whether I explain my situation or, you know what I'm saying, Nate? It's never going to be good enough for a next person. People are always going to judge. I left because I felt like despite of the marriage, despite of the marriage, Hold on, as a woman as and as a mother of three girls and two boys, I believe that abuse is never good. So I didn't want to repeat the cycle. If y'all want to know, that's why I left. I'm five two. My ex-husband was six, six what, six four, six five? I just thought that was not cool. So whether no, or not, not it's not, it's not cool. Whether or not people judge me for that or not, I just believe that. At some point, especially as black children, you should be able to stop that cycle. I stopped that cycle. Nate, I'm 5'2". What the fuck am I going to do defending myself with a 6'4"? I can't do shit. So I purposely left that relationship to either... Did the violence... How, how long was the violence going on in your relationship? It was a great marriage. You know, people go through... I'm not even going to fault him. People go through life circumstances, whether or not, mind you, we got married and had four kids back to back. So we didn't really get to enjoy, you know what I'm saying? Like their relationship between men and women. So I get that, but that's not an excuse. I just feel like as an Asian woman that grew up, that violence is not okay. So I stopped that and I decided, you know what? I'm going to leave with my five kids. You can keep everything I just want. I think it was like three, four adults, and I left, and I started my own shit. I just felt like at that point, I'm, I have to set an example. Whether or not my emotions are attached to that situation, it's deeper than that. I've got kids that my kids have to look up to me. It's not okay to be physically abused or you know what I'm saying? It's not. That's where I'm at. If you guys want if you guys want to know the truth, that's where I'm at. Do you think that do you think that you have regardless of what in your country it clearly applies here as well, but in your country do you think people a man looks you negatively because you're a single woman with five kids? Absolutely. Perhaps. Like I said, you got these men that think, oh, she got five kids. She might be like five different. Absolutely. It's this, it, it's where we, this is the world we live in, Nate. It's very judgmental. And I get that. Um, but at the same time, you do find those men that are very compassionate, very understanding. Right, so you can't really, you can't judge somebody. 
with their decisions. You know what I'm saying? Because it happens. Life happens. And honestly, guys, I prefer to be by myself rather than dealing with somebody that is physically abusive. Remember, I mean, I mean, Nate, Nate, I'm five two. What the fuck am I gonna do with somebody that's six foot two? Real yeah, shit. You, you left him though. You know what I'm saying? So now, no, now that you have left him, we understand that. So let me say something. As much as I didn't want to, my thoughts were here's the thing. I have um three girls and two boys. So my thought process was before the cycle even starts, let me break it completely. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to sit here and say it's easy. No, because I am a single mom with five children. My children, unfortunately, do come first until they're old enough. And I'm a, I've accepted the fact that most men will not, you know what I'm saying, take me seriously. Real shit. You're, you're right. You're right. You're I'm not going to say why. That's a reality of things. Most men will not take me seriously. And the men that do, you know what? Hands down. I, I thank you and I appreciate it. But at this point in my life, I'm not looking for somebody to fucking play house with. No. No. You should. Hold on, hold on. She's taking a leak right now, ladies and gentlemen. So <laughs> I'm gonna let her take a leak. Hold on, I'm gonna let her take a leak. So the, the reality is this, right? We get that. But a lot of women have a hard time accepting that. That's the truth. She's hundred percent correct. That is a big, big, big Thing. But see, this is why I tell y'all. Y'all be like, oh, tell the truth. The truth is hard. But lately, I just realized that the truth just got to just be put out. Y'all going to ask for it, I'm going to give it to you. I'll give you the truth. You know? Your mic is mute. Your mic is mute, baby. We can't hear you. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah, we wanted to hear you taking a little pee. That shit was sexy. Can you hear me? I wanted to hear you take a little that little whiz. You know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> no. Like, like it's hard to accept, but you know, I'm gonna sit here and say, Nate, you've long, you've known me long enough. I'm okay with the fact that people may perceive me um, one thing when I'm not, because at the end of the day, my kids are okay. My kids are well taken care of, and that's what matters. Um, I'm hoping down, but I'll be honest, I'm hoping down the road that somebody is able to perhaps accept my faults and my decisions. You know what I'm saying when I say that? I've been thinking for too long. I've been thinking forever. And yeah, that's. Do you think that woman, I believe this. It seems to me that the women that are in this position of having five kids, one kid, sometimes 
Say that again. What? Do you think that you make excuses knowing that about yourself? Like, in other words, would you make an excuse to a man that where you rather would wait with him because you know it's so hard to get a man with children? So no, if a that's, guy no, that's a, that is here's the thing. <laughs> that is a reality of the world we live in. No, fuck no. If if a man thinks Fuck it. Somebody else will. So no, I don't knock anybody's hustle. Everybody's got their own opinions on life. So I respect that. It is what it is. I'm not a bitter woman. I'm not a bitter ex-wife. No. This is well, my, well, well. my situation. And if people can accept that, then what can I do? Except move on. You're going downstairs? No. Okay, I'm coming. Okay. Wow. Um, right? And people might see me as a failure, but at the end of the day, no, I don't think it's a failure. I think as a grown woman, you're just... Why, 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 why do you think it seems as a failure? Because if you had a husband because, with five kids... Here's the thing. Society. It's, it's, it's a media. It's a society. Things happen. So it's okay if... Hold on. I'd rather leave my ex-husband from being in an abusive relationship than rather being in one. Mm -hmm. You get judged for it regardless. You do. So fuck it. Oh, I'm a bad mom. Okay. I'm not a bad, I'm a bad wife. You know, fuck it. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get my ass whooped. I think I'm way too pretty and I'm way too responsible and I know what I can offer to get my ass whooped. So if he can't appreciate it, you better believe me. Somebody else will down the road. Yes. Real shit. That's how that's how life worked. And most people look at women as failures. No, you have to be able to look at your example, your mother. Would you want your mother to be in an abusive relationship? Fuck no. No, like I've got three black children I'm trying to raise, and I've got two black children. Boys, I'm trying to raise. It's not okay to hit a woman. What, it's what, not, hold, on, what? hold on. It's not okay to hit a woman. It's not okay to be in a relationship where somebody's whooping your ass. No. No, no. no Nate. No. I would rather be single than teach. Rather be single and know my kids know the difference between what awesome. real love is, respect, then. Fucking around and stepping all over you. No thanks. Ask them would they accept uh, another I, man hitting their mother? No, like that's not something I would accept. I didn't grow up doing that. No. So would that man hitting you? No. Well, that, in mother? just in general, we're talking about no. us. So no, I know. yeah, that's just my thoughts. It could be like somebody else could have a different opinion, Nate. But I would rather have my black girls. Half Asians saying, no, it's not okay. You deserve better. The cycle has to stop. And I stopped that cycle with their father. Real shit. Would he allow um, his mother to get hit? Yeah. Hold on. Ling Bentley said, but don't ask another man. Bitch, nobody's asking another man. Nate, have I asked somebody else to support my children financially? Real shit. Yes or no? No. Thank you, Nate. Thank you. So those little fucking comments that ignorant people do, ask Nate. I've, I've never asked no man 
to support my motherfucking children. So your comment, come out the door with that. Real shit. Nate, you can say that. No, you don't. Never. Never. Do you know what the loving relationship you crave looks like? I do, but you know what? Unfortunately, that's not what I entered into. So when you're at my age and you've experienced all these experiences, absolutely, you, there's going to come a time in your life where you're going to know what you deserve. But unfortunately, sometimes, I don't want to say it's too late, but, you know, you should have known better. So I completely understand. Yes, absolutely. It's freezing out here. <laughs> it's freezing. <laughs> it's cold. Yeah. Then go for a man that is strong with a good heart, not a thug. And not even that so much, uh, Mr. Solomon. I think it's just, I think it's the way you perceive life and what you're willing to put up with. So, oh God, it's cold. <laughs> yeah. So what's another question you have for me? Hold on. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's so much. Misha, what... That's well known in the Philippines. Women have five or six or even more without fathers. Well, I mean, my kids are by with one father, so I, that really doesn't apply to me. Unfortunately, like life happens, people change. And, you know, when you get married and you, when you, when you realize that you really haven't spent spent much time with your wife and even you know when you have kids back to back you don't really get to know your wife that's what happened that's it that's the real things we didn't really get to enjoy each other's company there was just kids involved like back to back when i say back to back back to back hey big worm misha would you be open to a long distance relationship to find a man that's Absolutely. I feel like whether it's long distance relationship or here, what the connect as long as the connection is there, I think that is a key. Absolutely. I can't take home seriously that smokes or even hook up. Well, that's you. So on to the next. Because I smoke. So whatever. Truth be told, my wife is Filipina, and I don't believe I don't need to search for another one. I'm sure she had to experience such outcome. Keep faith, miss. See what I'm saying? Like, tedious, beatly. You know how Asians are, especially Filipino. Yeah, there's a certain... Some people just don't seem to um, understand or get to the point where... Their wives are cool with that, but you know, like I said, life happens and yeah, situations happen, Nate, where you is, just is, have it, to... is it is it frustrating? No, it's not frustrating. I think I think with also with my life tool, I'm not gonna sit here and say I was perfect, but I think also with my life choices, it's a matter of you know, learning to cope and deal with the decisions you've made. I think that's it. I'm not going to see you perfect. No, like I've made some fucked up decisions and 
I've put my father through some shit, but at the end of the day, you know, he loves me for who I am. And he showed you that he loved you. Yeah, he does. Like in so many ways, like just. Do you feel your mother abandoned you? No, not at all. My my father, no. Like it. Could your be mother. Do you feel your mother abandoned you? Well, that's like a different. Um, I'm not gonna put my mother down because at the end of the day, she is my mom. Nate, you know this, but she could have done better. My mom is more of the. Um, Mother that grew up filthy rich and all she knew was a shower gift. But, you know, I can't fault her for that. But I'm going to say I've had the best of both worlds, whether it's struggling and whether or not I'm okay financially. So I have to respect that. They are my parents. And Do you think if you had a, a, a I mean, despite, you know, your children here, but do you think if you and your mother had a close relationship, your outcome would have been better in choosing... A man. Um, you know what, Nate? I hate to say it, and I don't want to give her this. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <coughs> Absolutely. 100%. 100%. But see, my mother and I never had that um, relationship. Shout out to Nancy. Nancy, you could join in if you want. The, the link is up. The link is up, y'all. Yeah, Nancy, right. come on. No, but I honestly think, I think it's. Yeah, if my mother and I had a better relationship, I wouldn't be where the fuck I am now. Put that on pause for a second. Why? Put that on pause. Why? Put that on pause. Just can you? Okay. I can't. Listen, can Andrea wants the the monitor. Farah said no. She wants it in her room. There's like she two monitors. You're, tell Angie to get my TV. Okay, yeah. That's it's that my simple. Like, no. Well, fuck. There's okay. fucking three monitors. I don't I don't know why I'm at, I'm having this conversation with a fucking 12-year-old. Real shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I th I think if my mother and I had a better relationship, perhaps I could have a better um outlook on things, Nate, but I didn't grow up with my mother. She was there physically, but I had a nanny. I had a driver. So it was one of those um, fortunate and unfortunate things that can happen to me, right? Mm -hmm. So I can her because that is how she knows how to parents. So I can't knock her for that. That's what she knows. Right. Right? Shout out to Taylor. Hey Taylor. Hey. Hey Nate. Hey so Nate. Cool. Hey Misha. How are um, you? I, I did have some. I, I'm fine. I had oh, something to add. Hold up, bitch. Go ahead. Hey, Nancy. Hey, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, we got my girls. Go ahead, Taylor. Mm. Yeah. So I I had a I've always had a very rough relationship with my mother. Um, I, it's it's come to a head, and this is actually the first Christmas I've spent alone um, up here on my campus. Okay. Um, yeah, I. Uh, it's kind. Of, it, it is a little difficult for me to like to think about it, but um, we've always had bad blood. Um, I've never we've never really seen eye to eye on a lot of things. And my my mother, it, like her way of. Uh, how she views things in regards to me and how I should be and all that. It, it's always been very um, 
just not aligned with who I really am, you know? Yeah. And that that causes a lot of uh, cognitive dissonance, I guess you could say, because when yeah, when you when you feel like you're a certain way, but you you deny it because you don't want to disappoint your parent, you know, and then that that runs into your other relationships. I mean, I I feel like I'm able to say I've um, you know, um, had lasting relationships. Like my 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 longest friendship has been seven years. Um, and I, I, I'm, but I've never been able to like have a, a relationship, you know, either, either it, they're emotionally unavailable, like my mother and father were, and, uh, I mean, my mother and my stepdad, um, they're, they're both emotionally unavailable people. They, they put more stock into what they did for me financially than they, than what they did for me emotionally. And mm. that left me with kind of an empty feeling, you know, and this is, this is yeah. currently now. Yeah. Yes. Mm. I, you know what, Taylor? I feel the same way. I completely get you. But yes, go on. Um, yeah, and so with in regards to relationships, um, like it's it's. I mean, I'm single, no kids. I'm I'm, I'm 23, and I just um I I just started trying to date this year because my parents kept saying, you know, don't try to date anyone, you know, and they put that into me, that instilled that in me at a very young age. And it, it caused me a lot of stress because I felt like, well, what, when am I when am I going to get to actually have that part of my social life? You know, when mm. am I going? And so now I'm feeling like, well, I could I could try to date or I could not or it's just like it could go either way with me. I'm 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 semi comfortable being single, but at the same time I'm thinking, well, what if in the future as I get older I'm not going to know how to establish and and and, and maintain something long term. Yeah. But I think with that, you know, I think if, if with that being said, I've been there and done that. I think if you find the right person that is suitable for you, it's not. No, no, no. no, no. We, 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 we need you to still connect with her because what I want her to understand, what I want yeah. Taylor to understand here is your testimony so it could connect with her. In other words, I, I don't want to give Taylor a thing here until we're at the end of the show of yeah. our last words, but what could you say to connect with her in regards to this? You said there's a similarity. So what's your similarity? Yeah. Go you on what, what you were talking I, about with your mother, what you were saying about your mother. I feel like I, I'm 44. So at my age, you know what is right and wrong and what you deserve and what you don't. That's all I can tell you. Whether or no, not no, no, you, 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 you were explaining your mother's situation. Oh God, my my mother hates me. <laughs> my mother hates me. But at the end of the day, I don't live for my mother. I live for me. How do you know your mother I, hates you? Come on, Nate. It's been I, I'm 44. It's been like that since I was young. So it's one of those things that I knew and I know that she favors my sister. But at the end of the day, you can't. You can't hinder that from living your life and your happiness. Do you know what I'm saying? There has to come a point in your life where you have to do for yourself and not for anybody else, whether it's your parents, your friends, whoever it may be. Um, Wait, you, you, really, you really believe your mother doesn't oh, dislike you? I've told you from the time I could, what am I, 44? From the time I was four, she used to she used to introduce us as you know this is Misha, the ugly one but the smart one and 
there's my sister, the pretty one, but the kind of not so smart one. So as long as I think you under, you understand and you accept who you are, you can only go from there. You can't be. Oh, your mother, she said that? Yeah, come on. Yeah, you can't be somebody else who you're not. No, no, no. I have a question. I'm saying your mother has literally introduced you as. All my family members, she's always said, this is Misha, the the smart one, but not so pretty one. But this is Carla, the pretty one, but not so smart one. Absolutely. It's a matter of accepting who you are as a person and going from there. I feel like I shouldn't have to validate myself to anybody because... I'm 44 with five kids. I would like to believe I'm a good mother. I try to provide for my kids. And, you know, at some point in your life, you have to live for yourself. You can't be living under your parents' shadows and their expectations because you will always fail. So, man, wait, wait, wait. Before, Nancy, hold on. This is still tripping out. What was you about to say, Taylor? Um, did your Did your mother, what is the things that your mother does that you feel that she blatantly doesn't show you no attention? Like, just blatant words. Well, she's always she's always showing me attention. It was just negative. Um, she she criticizes the way I, I do my hair. Um, I'm natural, and she thinks I need to get a, a weave or a braze or something. Um, and I just don't see the importance of that, especially at this point in my, my life where I'm in college and I need to save every penny I got, you know, and all that. And, um, and so, and she also talks about how I, I wear a lot of athletic clothing because of my major and, um, and I do, you know, athletic, I work out and all that. And she thinks that's not attractive for men. She often, she often attacks the way I, uh, I am as a, and, and the things I do as a person in my lifestyle, because she thinks that I'm not going to attract a man that way. She thinks, she says, she told me athletic wear is unattractive. And um and I'm like, well, it depends on the guy, you know. And she didn't want to hear that. There's nothing wrong with that. I've been judged my whole life. I was a tomboy. As long as I feel like I could be wrong, but as long as you stay true to yourself, you're going to be okay. I've always been compared to my sister, and my sister seems to do no wrong. And you know, as long, like I said, as long as you stay true to yourself. So you, you, your, your your mother believes your daughter, your sister's prettier. Period. Absolutely, God, my sister's like four ten, very pretty, you know, um, very petite. Yeah, like I feel like at my age, looks don't matter. It's what you can offer to either a friendship or a partnership. She, your sister's you know? older. Yeah, she's younger. It's deeper than just looks. Like, looks can only get you so far. That's another thing, actually. That's that's, that's another thing. I am, um, at the beginning of this year, I weighed 175 pounds. The last couple years, my, my mother fat shamed me. Um, and I wasn't even that big. I mean, I'm five, I'm five foot eight. And I was just, yeah, that, that, that would put me about 25 pounds. 25 pounds overweight because like I could be like one um um and still be you know slim but um yeah. I lost all that weight this year I'm, I'm 135 pounds now and now my mom compares me to Al Sharp <laughs> so, yeah, I, mean, 
Oh, well, I, I was shocked him because I was shocked him a whole bunch of way. I, I, I need to get to the bottom of this because this is really tripping me out right now. Y'all really blowing my mind. Nancy, what, was, what was your relationship? What is your relationship with your mother and what was it like growing up? Oh, this is yeah. such a touchy, touchy subject for me right now. I love you, Nancy. I love you too, baby girl. I, um, I actually had a horrible relationship with both my parents. Mm -hmm. Um, my father passed away quite a few years ago, but well, as I was growing up, I was the same thing. My, my father used to tell me on a daily basis, I hate you, you skinny little bitch. I wish you were dead. He used to say to me regular, regularly, like on a regular basis that he hated me. And those were his exact words. I hate you, you skinny little bitch. I wish you were dead. Anytime I did anything, I was always the one that talked back. Um, my mother was the same thing. My mother couldn't stand me because I look like my father and she used to say it all the time. Um, when they got separated, I was like the punching bag because I look like my father and I had the attitude of my father. So I was the one to always be attacked. Right. And even my mother was not really, we didn't have a relationship. I was the, the child that shouldn't have been there. My sister was supposed to be born. She was a planned one. I was supposed to, they were trying for a boy. And then they had me, um, which pissed her off even more because I was supposed to be that boy. And then my brother came along. And once my brother came along, you know, she got exactly what she wanted. So I was at the middle one that was the unwanted one. And I did everything. I always used to try to do everything to please my mother. You know, the whole nine yards. And same thing with Misha. My mother always put me down because my sister was, you know, at the beginning, she was the one with school and. I was always getting into fights at school. My mom was always coming to get me because I was always getting expelled or suspended for fighting a teacher or a student, somebody. Um, they didn't really start, my mother really didn't get into me until I started modeling. It's when I started modeling and had a contract to go to Japan that all of a sudden it's like, oh wait, you know, maybe it's not so bad that she's skinny and this and that, that it works out. But um, growing up, I really didn't have a relationship. And the only time I really built a relationship with his, with my father was um, when my grandfather was passing away with, when my grandfather, sorry, passed away with cancer. And I sent my father some money to come up to the funeral. And um, at the time I was a single mother with like three young kids at the time. And he took the money, never came to the funeral. Um, we continued talking after that. And then we stopped for a while. And then when we really got close was when he was diagnosed with cancer. And this is you grew up in Canada all your life. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, um, this is a this is a topic right now that's very um close and special because I, I got relationships with all these women here. Um, Taylor's definitely um on the stream of a. Uh, I'm glad to have Taylor on the stream. I'm very glad to have Nancy on the stream. Nancy has become a very close friend of mine because of her transparency. Um, but I don't ever want these women to ever think that I'm using them as a, a ploy. Um, but I want to encourage them because I feel that as a union, together of us as a union, we can be bigger all together. That's what I'm trying to 
like I want them to be transparent because it's the only way I'm going to be able to understand them. And it's the same way I want man and woman that's watching this video. This is not a video where you're going to be looking at, you know, uh, who's going to be able to make this one feel who's going to go there because it's not about that. That's why, if you noticed, I told um, Misha, I said, let's not try to give too much of advice. Let's just listen. You know what I mean? Let's try something different and listen. And then that way there's no, no judgment as we listen. You know what? There's so many, there's so many daughters, wives to women that are going through what I've been through. So no, I, I, listen, I have listen, I have right? three sisters. I have three sisters. And and listening to y'all freezing. It, it it just shows me more and more how encouraging the situation is because yeah. my mother's on me into this day about that. Always, you know. Listen to them because a woman's heart is a lot different than ours. Yes, you guys are a lot tougher than whatever whatever we lack, and you guys have the strength and vice versa. But I think what we need to do is listen. I think it's important to listen rather than I'm not going to sit and tell Nancy, "Well, you should do this," and you know, Misha, you should do this. I mean, some people are going to comment, and that's who they are. But I, I want to tell tell that either. I want you guys to be able to know that. This is a, a forum as if we're talking in person because I want to hear your testimony because yeah. then I can have a better understanding to know like, wow, you could speak for a lot of women in the world. Yeah. A lot of women, I'm telling you. So I don't want you guys try try not to let's listen to each other. But let's let let's. I don't want Nancy to feel like I'm going to teach her, and I don't want you to feel like I'm teaching you. We all listening, so that's why I'm telling you expression. And you know what, Nate? Honestly, as um, a mother and a and a woman itself, there's so much pressure that we have to deal with on a daily basis. If whether or not we're single or married especially single women, we feel like, I'm going to speak for myself, there's a lot of pressure that we're failures or we're not worth it. Absolutely. So there's nothing, I'm not judging anybody. I'm just speaking from my personal experience, which everybody can relate to. I've been in an abusive relationship and the only advice I can give you is run from that shit because you will never be able to find yourself if you're stuck in a situation where you're always down, always getting your ass whooped. No, you have to be able to stand for yourself. And that's just my testimony. It might not be for Nancy or Taylor the natural, but that is my experience. I have, See, I got I have, I have four kids. Yeah, I have I have five and I I sit down with my daughters every day and my kids will tell you and I don't know I know they don't get sick of it because I'm the mother, but um anytime I get off the phone with my children, there's not any time that I do not tell them I love them. I don't care if I just called you two minutes ago. As soon as I pick up the phone, if I forgot to tell you something and we're hanging up the phone, I will tell you I love you. I don't I'm use derogatory sure. words. I don't put down my kids. I don't do anything negative. I, you know, that's so important because that's the problem nowadays is a lot of girls will have a lot of negativity when they're growing up and they continue and they think it's natural. This is why I personally don't believe in hitting children. I believe when you slap a child or when you beat a child, that's teaching a child violence that when they're upset, what they must do is retaliate with hitting somebody. It's the same thing with words, right? When you're putting down a person, you're putting down a girl, putting down a guy, they're going to think that that's what life is supposed to be. 
So is it, if as a parent, you're constantly putting down your kids, you know, your kids are going to believe that that's how life is supposed to be. Right. And for the longest time when I was growing up, I believed that's what it was until I was able to find myself and become a woman and be like, whoa, this is not cool. How I was raised and what was done to me when I was younger was not cool. You know, and, what I, mean? um, so I raised my daughters to be very strong and I'm very, very rough on my boys. Very rough. If I oh, hear my friends saying anything negative to any girl, we got a problem. Yeah. My sons know you got to open up the door for that woman. You got to dish out their food just like you want it to be done to you. You got to tell them how beautiful they look. I tell my son all the time, bring her a flower, bring her chocolates. I don't care if it's a chocolate bar. Mm -hmm. To show her that you're thinking about her and to show her that she was on your mind when you're on the road. Because you, know what? you have to yeah. raise them. And I guess sometimes when people are being raised a certain way, they'll either continue what they're doing and put down their kids also or they'll go the opposite direction like I did. I went the opposite direction and went the, the positive way to make sure that my kids, to where everybody used to say that my one of my daughters, well, both of them are mm -hmm. very cocky, very cocky. And I don't call it cocky. I just say that they're very, very confident. confident. Yeah. yeah I raised yeah. them with a lot of confidence. Like I always told my kids they were beautiful. But not just my children. Misha's daughters will come over and her children. And I tell them all the time. I love them all the time. Mm -hmm. I feel the need to tell everybody. I'm going to cut you off, Nancy, but I respect Nancy because she's probably one of the only people that will put me into my place when it comes to my kids. And I love her because she accepts me and my faults and she will tell me if I'm fucking up, real no, shit. Nancy, Nancy, sorry. No, like Nancy is one. Like Nancy, I know I say it, but real shit on live. I appreciate you because you know what the fuck I'm going through. Oh, baby girl, I love you too. I got you. We're in this together. You know why it's Nancy important to me? She is one of those people that will put you into into the into your place when. She sees something fucked up. Real shit. And Nancy, I might not say much, but I appreciate you as a friend because I love you too, baby girl. I appreciate you also. I'm not perfect, Nate. I have my man. I have my fucking motherfucking wings. I do. And Nancy is one of those people besides my best friend that will put me into my place and tell me how it is. But that's what I makes actually, a friendship. You should be able to have a friendship. I'm fucking 14. I've got a 16, 14, 13, and 11-year-old. And Nancy will put me into my place. And, and they're like, biracial kids at that. That's that's that's, that's, that's See, that's In a problem. May, maybe it's because I'm not black, but there is so much more pressure to raise. I could be wrong, but I... No, I you're, you're, you're right. You're right about that. I, said, I feel like there is so much more pressure to raise biracial children, especially if I'm not a black woman. I'm not black. I can only go from what I know, but at the end of the day, I want my kids, you know, to, to have the same opportunities as a, as a white person does, or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Nancy is one of the people that I appreciate in my life that will tell me, hey, bitch, you, you're fucking up. And she will tell you. 
and all it's and and I'm so I'm so thankful that I don't hold it against anybody. I have to learn because well, don't, don't you think that don't you think in a in a weird way in a, in a cool way, uh, unique way the three of you have had these issues um, with your parent or parents, and it also acquired more of a strength that you were able to accumulate throughout that because um, I couldn't imagine, number one, um, any of the things that y'all are talking about. These things right here are blowing my mind because okay. I, 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 I can't really tell you. So it, more often it's than crazy. The only thing is, is a lot of women will not talk about it. A lot of women are ashamed Absolutely. about it. I've told my children all about it. My children for years, like, you know, I, I'm not going to put it out there, but the shit I've been through with my mother and my father is unbelievable. Yeah. Like, I've been through some stuff that I don't even know how I, I'm able to still be alive and, and as strong as I am. Nate, in fairness to, to, to Nancy, she has been... Girl, I'm not gonna cry, but she has been about <laughs> cry, man. Cry. This is we we human beings. Don't that's the yeah. problem with the world today. Girl, cry. Just put down cry. your phone. I had to put down my phone. Yeah, Nancy, Nancy put down her phone. You gotta put I it down. down if you want to cry, cry. You know what I'm saying? Listen, anybody that comes on here any, with any negative comments, I will block your fucking ass. I don't ass. care about the negative, com I don't care about the negative comments. You cry. If anybody Nancy comes in with any, any any negative comments, I'm blocking you. It's just no, that's it. Nancy, I did. Um, I did. One of those real people that will tell her. what were you trying to say? Hold on one second, Nancy. I mean, um, mm -hmm. I was, Misha. I was going to say that I, I, I did a lot of um of my crying um in the earlier part of this this <clears> semester, <throat> this fall semester, and um and I've done, I've done a, a bit of um therapy as well with the people um here on my campus um and I'm I'm, I'm looking for long term therapy because I. The things I tell people, um, you know, certain friends and close to me, and also my therapists um, and all that, um, they 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 know it's not. They I mean they they tell me it's not normal how I was you know treated and how I um how I grew up. Like it, it was very negative, you know. Yeah. And I and I was thinking, well, I, I thought I deserved it. I had very low self esteem, and I thought I deserved it because I did have more um, health issues than the average kid, I guess. I mean, I'm not sure what the average kid is, but... Yo, hold on, um, hold on one second. Hold on one second, daughter. Lying. Lying Bentley. I'm going to tell you one more negative comment out you. I'm going to block you from the channel. If you <laughs> Yo, go fucking kick rocks, I will smack the shit out of you. Okay? He's, no, no, hold on one second. Now listen to me. Let me let me just say this. Lying, Lying Bentley, one more little fucking negative comment. I'm going to block you from the channel. Don't ever come back here. Okay, I'll tell, you two, I'll tell you two words. I'll tell you two words. Get, I'll tell you two fucking words. You're not gonna like it when I tell you because I will spaz on you. Okay, this is not the conversation. Go to this fucking the little kid shit. channel and play with life. the children. This is grown this shit. Is you being life. a pussy. You being a big pussy right now. You dealing with grown women here. This is why women are in the position because of weak motherfuckers like you. Because see, you you a sorry motherfucker. I could tell that you never got. You, you probably didn't get shit. Women run all over you all your life because you're a pussy. So right now you listen to the women express themselves from, from two different generations, and I'm not going for it. So this is not the time 
This is a Christmas day. It's a Christmas week. It's a holiday week. If you got a problem, get the fuck out of here. Don't come back here. It's my last time, so you make one more fuck. Matter of fact, I'm gonna get you out of here right now. Fuck. Yeah, you. just block him. Fuck Taylor, real like. So go ahead, Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. Listen, right, Taylor, fuck. Okay, so let fuck me tell you. Out. I, 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 I don't want to give him. I didn't want to give him. I know he wants attention right now, so I just wanted to let him know. Fuck him. Now you can't come back. Now you block. No time out. Fuck you. Get out of here. Come back. Unsubscribe from the channel. But go ahead, Taylor. This is not just happening to Nico. This is every day. Bullshit is happening. Real I shit. know it said this is why the world's so fucked up now no. because people don't fuck talk up. about shit because everybody Real wants shit. to have a damn attitude. Real I mean, a, a, an expression. So right now, nobody's perfect. Everybody got something going on in his life. Everybody got something going on in their life that that they don't want to talk about because they don't know who to talk about. You know how hard that is. You know how hard it is to have people in your life. Who the fuck do I talk to? You talk. I'm I'm busy telling everybody what the fuck to do. Who do I come to talk to? So, you know what I mean. So listen. So Taylor, go ahead. Whoever. Yeah. So hold on. Let, let me let, let, let me let, let me let Taylor finish up. Go ahead, Taylor. Um. So yeah. Um. I just I did have more health issues. Um. You know. I had they, my parents were running me up and down the road for um. You know. Like, and getting me medication for like ADHD and stuff. I was like, I was on medication since I was like six years old, and I, I was on medication briefly at three, but they took took me off of it um, because I I had very obvious signs of having ADHD, and um, and I w I was a handful, and I guess I, I feel like I, I told my my mother um before I came back to campus that I, I feel like there has been a a very long term, you know, I've I just felt like there's been a long, a, a, for a long time, there's been resentment towards me because maybe she didn't, you know, get the happy, oh, uh, mini me that she wanted, basically, you know. The mini, me, was, of, the mini me of her. Yes. Yes. You think that? Or you, you really feel that? Or that is that she expressed this? I mean, because I, 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 I'm very intuitive. I feel like I'm, 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 I feel very strong that I'm an empath because I call things, and, and then people will admit them, you know. And um, and she's admitted that yeah, she, she thought I was gonna be, you know, her little daughter that she could dress up and do all that stuff with, and you know, and be a mini me basically. Well, that's and, why and a lot that's, of women have babies is because. They think yeah. having a child is all about dressing them up. You know what, Taylor? Yeah. You're the same age as my third child. Keep your head up, sweetheart. Don't let anything, yeah. anybody say anything negative. You are a beautiful woman. Keep the natural look going. There's no Thank need you. to be putting chemicals in your hair. There's no need to be doing any of that to, to right. please anybody else but yourself. The only, like, what I can say to you is what I always taught my children from when they were younger. Get yourself post-it cards. And put those all over your room in the bathroom oh, as soon as you wake up. Put it on your mirror. I am beautiful. I am worthy. I am going to succeed. Anything positive, put around and just put those post-its everywhere in Hold your on. kitchen, in your Nancy, bathroom. Can I, can I stop for a minute there? I would like to thank you for my daughter, Nicole, because she has it all <laughs> over her room. Real yeah. conversation. No, mm -hmm. Nate. Nancy and I are real friends. We've had this conversation. And Nancy, I thank you for doing that because Nicole has it all over her room. So I applaud you for it's that. It's important. It's important for women to have that. It's important to have 
a poster or some kind of like something on your wall with your five-year goal. And you got to keep on looking at it, what your goal is. And every time you accomplish something, yeah. you got to check mark that, you know, don't let anybody put you down. You are beautiful regardless of what anybody says, because beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And sometimes the worst critics are the closest people to us. So don't let what your mother, your father, anybody is saying, you're 23 years old. And, you know, like I said, you're the same age as my third child. And I tell her every day, precious, that, sorry, that's what I call her. You got this. You know, don't yeah. let, well, she's the cockiest one out of all. So Taylor, you got this. You, you know, my, my son, you're talking about the ADHD. I think I had that when I was younger because I could never sit still. My <laughs> second oldest child, he had, he was dys dyslexic and he also had ADHD. And I always used to say to him, Bilal, your ADHD, elemental P, QRS is kicking in again. Settle down, buddy. You know <laughs> what I mean? Because he was always so hyper. Same thing. You know, but at the end of the day, like a lot of women have babies for the sake of saying they have babies to dress them up and have them look cute or have them, they're little, like you're saying, mini me's, right? Right. What you gotta do sometimes in life is you got it sometimes, whether it's your parents or not. I stopped talking to my mother for years and I stopped talking to my sister for years and we started talking again now. Cancer is very hereditary in my family. So my grandfather died from it. My father died from it and my brother just died from it six years ago. That's when oh, we all I'm became sorry. close again. Thank you. That's when we all became close again was when my brother got the cancer um, and when it came back, because he had it for 10 years, that's when we became close again. And well, then your brother, your brother had, he yeah. had, he had, he went to his submissions for 10 years. Yeah. So he had the cancer um, and it was dormant for 10 years on the anniversary day, Christmas Eve. He went back to the hospital 10 years later and was diagnosed that the cancer came back full fledged. So that's when we became close. And then, you know, it's just been a lot going on. Like, I've had it three times. You know what I mean? I'm a three-time survivor of that bullshit. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, three times. I just oh recovered from it God. two years ago. You my have last no idea what she's been through, Nate. You have no idea what the fuck Nancy's been through. This is, I like have I a question. This is just a minute of what you guys see, but you have no idea what the fuck anybody's been through. Real shit. Mm -hmm. I, have a, yeah. I have a question. Um, okay. How, how do you guys feel about the statement um, in life you um, you have children in order to start weaning them off of you? Say that again. How do you please? feel about that statement? I, I said um, in life you have children in order to start weaning them off of you as soon as they're born. Off of me? Yeah, start like, weaning, like, yeah. Weaning them off as soon as you have children to start weaning them off as soon as they're born. Okay, hold on. I think once you become a mother, there's no weaning off. Remember, these children are tied to you till the day you die. So my daughter just turned 30 hold today. Hold on. The weaning off, it's for me at least, like I'm very close to my son. The weaning off, it's 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 hard because these are your generation. These are your you know what I'm saying? These are your legacies. So to wean that off, it's hard. All you have to do as a parent that all you have to do as a parent is to teach these kids what is right from wrong. I'm a single mom with five kids and 
unfortunately for them or are with one baby father if he can't seem to comprehend what i'm trying to teach my kids it is my responsibility to teach these kids what is right and wrong that's how i see it you can't really leave it up to the baby father because at the end of the day you are the mother and you have to be able to put your foot down even though nancy you and i know <laughs> i'm having a hard time right now but Real shit. Like, they're not going to listen to their father. You but I don't saying? know why you're like, when they say about weaning off, I, I have a hard time understanding that because no, I, 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 don't I feel like weaning off. Hold on, Misha. Because only one person. Go ahead. Say, say it again, Nancy. I said I have a hard time like understanding the weaning off thing. Um, in my theory, like my daughter just turned 30 today. And there is no weaning off. I, our children, none of us, including our children, asked to be put into this world. So for us to bring somebody into this world and try to just push them away or wean them off or just, okay, you're 18, you're on your own now, you're an adult, that's totally wrong. They did not ask to come into this world and nope. suffer or whatever it is that they need help with. So why would, should we wean any of our children off? My daughter is 30 and I will bend over back ways. You know what I mean? Like there is no weaning off. What's, what's the purpose off. of people having children when they're thinking like that? When they but this is what I'm saying, right? A lot of women will have children nowadays, and the reason for them having children is for the sake of of trying to hold on. A lot of women have children to hold on to a man. A lot of women have children to yeah. get money from the government. A lot of women have children. So right and so wrong in different levels. Real shit. You say the yeah, statement is when you said the statement is wrong and right on many levels. Yeah, well, 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 what you what you say, Nancy? That mostly on what? Say what? Say that again, big bottle of apple tin for Christmas. So this is all oh, my fault. No, 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 don't bring that up because I got me going to say what? <laughs> I'm like, what? Don't bring that up. I'm so confused. Don't bring that up. Yo, hold on, tell, hold on, tell her. Shout out to everybody. This is the Christmas 2020 version. It's exclusive. So if you have a heart right now, you can join it on this. Would you say tell her? Um, I said I asked that question because that's the sentiment my, my mother's always had um, about me and my brother. I do have a younger brother. And, um, right. Basically, she says that children are there for to uh, for us to prepare for the real world and then get them out of there. Right. No. Oh, no. I would like you to ask your mother how did she, hold on Misha what you need to do is phone your mother tomorrow and ask her how she prepared you for uh, for 2020 how did she prepare you for what you did for you no, no, no. I don't want a person to talk because it's coming to the story say it again Nancy I wanted her. I would like Taylor to call her mother tomorrow and ask her mother how did she prepare herself and her brother for twenty twenty, what we Thank just went you. through right now. You can never wean or prepare anybody or get them ready for the world. You can teach them and guide Thank them. You. But you can never be one hundred percent of what you're always going. As her mother Thank herself, you. you learn every day. Every day is a learning thing for a learning lesson. Every day you learn something new. 
Mm-hmm. Every day you teach somebody something new. So I know a lot of women like your mother, Taylor, that will have children. And as soon as they turn 18, they're like, get the F out of my house. You're 18. Get out. Yep. No. Thank you. Yeah, Sorry? So, I would never do that to a kid, man. Just, yeah, like my kids can yeah. live with me till they, and I've raised so many children. Yeah. Like up to now, I have right. my nephew living with me that just came down from Jamaica and I'm raising him now. Wow. I've raised my daughter, I've raised two nieces, I've raised my daughter's best friend, I've raised another friend's son. You know what I mean? And right. I take on children all the time. I feel like my house is an open house right. and I'm always taking on people's children because they have like bad upbringings at home mm-hmm. or they have a rough upbringing. And I bring them here because it's like, no, come, let me show you what love is. Let me show you what it's supposed to be. Till the end of time, we will always be, it'll be always be a learning lesson. So Taylor, I'm sorry that you're going through that because that's not how it should be, love. Keep your head up and just be that successful person that you want to be. You're beautiful no matter what. For sure. Thank you. Don't let anybody tell you anything all times when you feel like you're doubting yourself just remember this conversation you more than your doubts real shit real shit you have my instagram you if you want to go on instagram and message me go ahead i've been there time, to talk kids you are worth more than your motherfucking doubts those deaths are, are a minute of what you feel. But oh, I like that. Let me steal that. I like that. I like, I like what you just said. You are worth more than your doubts. Fucking fathom. I like that shit. I really do. You are worth more than your doubts. insecurities are a minute of who you are as a person to leave a legacy in this world. Let me say that again. Somebody that is to leave a legacy in this world. So those minute errors, they don't mean fucking shit. As much as a man will tell me, well, you got five, you, you're a single mom with five kids, but guess what? That single mom with five kids, you would love to fuck. That owns your home fucking house. Come on now. No. <laughs> Taylor, let me, let me tell you again. You are worth it. What the fuck? Fuck you think you're whether you are a single mom with one, two, three, or five kids, you are mo you are worth and what you have or no kids. Or no kids. No, real shit. You are the let me t- let, let me go through some black. What'd you say? You said she's worth more than she's worth more than her doubts. Fucking life. You are Taylor, you are fucking magic. Do you know what the fuck that means? I'm Asian. I don't come close to being magic. You are magic to what an average blocker would want to be to or with. You are magic. Mm. You are good. Real mm. shit. Babe. You are worth than what the fuck you think you are. Fuck and, you know, and, and, and you know this because you've been there. I know this because I have five black children. I know what the fuck they're worth. I fucked up as a mother. Real shit. I'm not going to sit here and be like, I was perfect. I fucked up. My kids deserve more than just, you know what I'm saying? Half Asian, half black black magic. No, they're worth more than that. Real shit, Nate. I fucked up. I was not able to give them the life that they deserve as an Asian black household. They did not deserve what the fuck they got into. 
Yeah, but they, they got a roof over you. You giving them love, and they got a roof well, over their head. It don't matter. But the end, of, you don't just have kids because you want to change a man. Because most women want that. They want to have a kid by somebody that want them to change. No, I was. I, I'll admit, I was very blessed enough to have. I hate to say it, but a husband that loves me for who I am. Despite of what the fuck we've been through, Nate. Real shit. You can call Nick. I'll give you his number. He will not say anything negative because he knows the type of mother I am. I think I think you all have um I think yeah. uh, you all have endured things that again absolutely you know, the education of 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 what I'm hearing. I listen. It's shocking to me because, like I said, you know, I could never imagine a parent even saying the things, doing the things such as that. But I do believe now I think a lot more people will have a better understanding of not only single parents uh, or, or mothers with multiple children or or a woman with no children. I think I think I think people have a more better understanding of people and women in particular because you just don't know what a person was raised with. You never know what went on in a childhood. I mean, you got two years right. or four years or 10 years. Old. You so, never know, Nate. You, you know? never so do, do you feel that now to a degree that a lot of y'all de decision-making were influenced in the past because the parents that you had issues with were not doing what they should have done? You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. Nathaniel no. Coy, absolutely under fucking 50%. I'm fucked up because I feel like I'm fucked up because my parents didn't didn't have the balls to teach me enough to be like, hey, Misha. Yeah, I agree 100%. I'm not for me, yeah, for me, no. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. For me, no. It just made really? me a stronger person. It made me who I am today. The, the only, only thing, thing, the only you. thing that made me was I'm very short-tempered and, well, I've learned to control it. But I, like I said, when I was younger, I used to fight a lot. I used to get kicked out of school a lot. Um, that's when I was younger. Why, I why, why, did you, why did you fight a lot? Well, you know what? My, my dad was a vicious person, my mom. And I just, I guess I had a lot of anger in me. Like, I, I was beat. Like, my, my mom and my dad used to beat me. This is why I don't believe in beating because... I believe when you're upset, you must just beat somebody, right? So when somebody, I've come out of my car when people, like, I'll never forget one day. And up to today, when I think about it, I'm like, I can't believe I did that. A guy decided to call me a bitch. He, I didn't even know he was trying to get into the lane. So anyways, if I would have known he was trying to come in front of me, I would have let him come in front of me. Anyways, he called me a bitch. And I was like, what just happened there? So I had my friends in the car. And I came out of the car. We were at a red light and I went up to his car. He rolled up his window. When he realized it was a woman, he rolled down the window again. And I said, what did you just call me? He goes, I called you a fucking bitch. I gave him one backhand right oh. across his face. <laughs> right across his, and went back in my car and continued with my drive. That's right. But that's the only thing that affected me. Other than that, what my parents put me through made me a stronger person and made me realize that that's not what I'm going to be to my children. You're not, you're, you're, and, and you're not going for it because you've been through it. 
Absolutely. This is why I raise my kids with a lot of confidence and a, a lot of love. Like I'm a, I'm confident within myself. Right when I was growing up, as I was younger, I was not. Um, it took me. It's when I started modeling, when I started to get like people used to come to me and say, "Oh, you know, you should model your eyes." But I always used to get made fun of because my eyes were really big, right? But that was like a major thing in the modeling industry, right? And I was so skinny and I was tall. So I always got made fun of because of my eyes. I got called ET, you know, different things like that. It's when I started modeling, I realized, okay, all these people that are talking shit, big deal. And then I started to learn to love myself, right? But it didn't help that not only at school are you getting made fun of your parents. You're getting it from every angle, right? And then it didn't help that I got disowned from my family because I had an interracial relationship. Right. And a lot of my family were very racist. Um, but I really didn't care. It is what it is. Wait, wait, wait blatant racism? Absolutely. Like racist to the max. Like my family in the States, absolutely, that lived in Massachusetts. My favorite uncle disowned me due to the fact that I had biracial children. Yeah. Wow. But it doesn't matter. I don't care. I, you know what? Family sometimes are your worst enemies. You understand? And your your worst enemy that you think are your worst enemies could be your best friends. So I don't look at it like that. I don't care. I've never been one to to try to please my family. I don't give a shit. I'm not here to please anybody but myself. So I really don't care what anybody thinks about me. But I'm just that person. Did, did you ever go through a mode of trying to uh, please people to learn that? Or you always been well, this way? When I was younger, I tried to please my mother all the time. But as I got older, I like like I said, once I became, I'll tell you what age I became very rebellious was at the age of 14. By 14 is when I was like, enough of this. My mom was always coming to the schools to fight for me. And I didn't realize how much strength I actually had. Um, and then I started fighting guys. I used to fight up guys. I used to like hit teachers. And it wasn't even, you know, it was from 14, I became very rebellious. Very rebellious. And it's only over the years, even yesterday when my children were over for Christmas dinner, they all find it hilarious that now I've calmed down so much because I used to have so much anger built up. But I think that's from like, you know, like I said, when you're hitting somebody when they're younger, you're teaching them to be abusive. So when you're hitting your child because your child does wrong, you're teaching your child that when somebody pisses you off, especially as a boy and even as a girl. That's what happened to you when you were younger. So you must accept it or you must do that. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Well, of course, too, you, you were beat as well. So you, you, you definitely. Well, and that's why I don't hit my children. I hit my first daughter. She's the only one that, and my son for the first time. And then after it was like, never again. Like, this is absolutely ridiculous. You know, I was 17 when I had my first. So for me, I was kind of mimicking what my mother was doing, right? So I was really young when I had my first. You know, I was trying to be a mother. I was trying to work. I was doing modeling and I was going to school at the time. You know what I mean? So I was only mimicking what I knew growing up, which is if your child does something, you hit them, which is absolutely wrong. And this is why, like now, I always say to people when I see them like going, I'm like, do not touch your children. You can speak to your children. They're human. Sit down and reason with them. They're humans. And can I just say this? Let me say this real quick. If you, Nancy, if you had a, um, do you also feel that gr growing up, um, and you had 
children at such a young age? Was it just a blatant, hey, you know, I was just not taking precaution? Or do you feel that the reflection would be based? I mean, you're not going to blame your mother, but do you feel that the, your mother, who taught you how to love a man, basically, in regards to the birds and the bees and sex? Because I know a lot of women that have children young age, most of the answers were the parents didn't really teach them what they should have teach them to avoid them having babies at such an age. Well, absolutely. Um, okay. So it's funny you said that. And that's why I was laughing when you were saying it, because so I used to have a lot of like friends, you know what I mean? Right. Um, I was not promiscuous or anything. Um, very to myself. I played with dolls till I was like 14 years old. I used to take dolls to school. Like I was very, you know what I mean? Until I, I realized anyways, my mother one day turned to me and said, Oh, Nancy, in her, because she's Portuguese, so her accent, oh, Nancy, please, you know, stop the fighting, this and that, find a boyfriend, so you can stop with the fighting, stop with this, and I found a boyfriend, and I got pregnant. Oh, my Yeah, God. so it was kind of wow. like, you know, because she was so tired of the fighting, I'm telling you, that's all I did, it was like a full-time job. It was constantly, I had so much anger in me, it was, but then I witnessed my father fighting a lot, too, right? My father was Anyways, let his soul rest in peace. But whatever. Um, yeah, it is what it is. You know, I had my Absolutely. child age, and then that was, that was, we're not going to talk about that relationship. I've never been in an abusive relationship. Let's put it that way. Okay, okay. I've okay. never been in an abusive. I've dated one guy when I was, um, so 16 years old, I was dating a Vietnamese guy. And I'll never forget, Jimmy decided, he thought I was cheating on him. Meanwhile, me and him had never had sex and he thought I was cheating. I'm like, what the hell? He decided to put his hands on me one day and I literally, I was a bit taller than him. I picked him up off the floor and threw him down the stairs because it was right by the stairs in his family's house. Jimmy went flying down the stairs. I walked past him and I'll never forget his father says, oh, Nancy, what's wrong? I said, your son? is an asshole and I walked out of the house. But either than that, like I've never been one of those women that have had a man abuse me or hell no, hell no. I got a very strong personality, I won't allow that. I won't allow a man to talk to me in any which way. I'm a queen, a mm. woman is a queen and a woman should be spoken to as a queen and treated like a queen. If you wanna be treated like a king, you gotta, be, you gotta treat your woman like a queen. So every woman needs to understand that they are queens and they need to be treated and spoken to as queens. Um, I have something to add, like in regards to like um, how our, our relationships with our parents affected um, our, our love life or our dating life. Um, growing up, seeing my parents and the way they taught each other and the way they interacted um, when they were happy at their happiest, they, they seemed like coworkers. It, 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 I, it never struck me as, um, as something that was just, you know, they were very casual about it, about a lot of things when they were happy, you know, never seen them, you know, dance. They're, they just kind of like taught each other like about business a lot. A lot of the times they were just talking when I would be in the car with them riding or whatever, they'd just be talking about, you know, just business, 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 and business. And I never, and I never... Why. Go ahead. I'm going to tell you why after. Okay. But yeah. Um, and, and so they just, um, they were, and I never seen them like 
actually show like any kind of affection. I, I don't remember hugs or anything or anything like that. No, no kiss on the cheek. None of that. I just remember, yes, they did go on date night or whatever. Uh, and, and every now and then, but I just noticed that it was, there, there was something about the energy that was just so off. And I just remember thinking, are they, are they just doing this out of obligation? Because now my brother is there here. And he, yeah. There, that's exactly what I was going to say to you. Back in the, you know, I find, okay, so nowadays with relationships, right? If something goes wrong in a relationship, it's easy. Break up, it's over. Back in the days, no matter how much you could not stand each other, it became a business. It became where you have a house to take care of, you have children to take care of. I don't like you, you don't like me. Shut the fuck up. We're going to do this until the kids are out of the house. It was a business back then. So that's why a lot of people were not, and a lot of women especially tolerated a lot of stuff in relationships because they were always taught, um, you know, your man, it doesn't matter if he cheated. It doesn't matter if he hit you. Go back to him. That's your man. That's this. And you must, you, you can't break up the family. You got to stick it out. So a lot of times relationships were a business back then. It's only now that women are making just as much money as men or more that women don't feel the need to have to tolerate a lot of things anymore. Right? Back in the days you had yeah. to put up with shit because women weren't working. So once women found themselves and realized, hey, I can do this for myself. You know what I mean? You really, and for myself, like I love being in a relationship. I'm that type of woman where I love cooking for my man. I love cleaning. You know what I mean? I love doing all that stuff. I'm that motherly person. Like I love that relationship person. Like I, I'm just a relationship kind of girl. But at the same time, if I'm not getting out of a relationship what I need, I don't mind being alone either because I'm a very independent woman. I have a great job. I make great money. I can hold up my house by myself. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's different now from what it was back then. Back then you almost feel like you had to be in a relationship to be able to survive. Right, and that's right, why right. I always tell people live within your means because if you don't, you're going to be stuck in a relationship that you're not happy with. And I agree with um, cavemen. Social media is destroying absolutely Social media has destroyed relationships and it destroyed mine. Absolutely. It destroyed mine. No, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, I'm off of, um, I have, I, I deactivated my account this past summer, probably like early summer, maybe like uh, right before, around May, around May. And um, I use my boys Facebook just because, you know, I'll, I'll throw a couple of things on here from YouTube and, you know, I'll probably, you know, mess around with the marketplace and purchase items. But yeah, I'm off of it, man. I mean, honestly, yeah, yeah it, it honestly, I wouldn't even have Instagram if it wasn't for me doing this. And I feel that now that um, I just think that we need to get back to an authentic place where Absolutely. people are listening to each other. I feel that that's well, what happened. Man. Everything is done through text now. People don't I hate it. I hate it. I say to my children all the time, like, especially one of my daughters, I'll call her and I'll be like, hi, precious, I'm alive. She's like, I know. We talk on the group chat all the time. I'm like, no, pick up the phone and call me. Listen to my voice. Pick up the phone because there's going to be a Yo, day when you're never going to hear my voice again. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I, I'm real funny with that, too, because um, I'm real big on um, 
I'm real big on conversation. I feel that there's certain people I know that just hit me with, t- I'm like, all right, cool. Christmas was cool. You know, we were sending in little cards. But yeah. even when people were sending me these little memes with the little Merry Christmas posters, I still was responding. Like, I put my little personal words in there because I like to put my, per- even if it's something as simple as miss you, hope all is well, give my love to the family. At least it's my words. Yeah. Um, Not only that, I, do you find it when you're texting? If you're doing something in a text, people take it the wrong way sometimes. Yeah, because my, my friend said, it's unfortunate, we don't even speak because of this, because we had a situation in the past, and I'm still trying to still trying to connect. But anyway, she, she used to always tell me, there's no tone in texting. So you don't know That's if a person's true. going through something. You don't yeah. know. So in order That's to true. feel, you call a person up. Um, I think it's important what I do personally. I like using uh, the voice texts. I mean, voicemails, like even on Instagram. You like know that means you were doing on Instagram? Like me, the same way, right. We yeah. were doing that. And I yeah. think what's important with that is I feel that that was more of our foundation because what happened with Nancy, what I, what I, <laughs> what I admire is because, you know, we, Nancy probably knew me on one end and I knew her on another end. But I could tell you this much, and she could agree, I've learned a lot about her just through that voice text because we were listening to tone. Of you the voice, correct. Right? To the tone of the voice, and it's important when you have two people coming from two different worlds, similar worlds, because we're in the same world, but you know what I mean? Two different worlds yeah. in regards to which you was brought up the way I was brought up and whatever. So I feel that I use that a lot, even on WhatsApp. I'll tell people that hit me on my regular phone. I'm like, listen, just hit me through WhatsApp because I can leave a longer message. I want you to hear expression. I want you to... Yeah. So nobody's feeling a certain way about nothing because... You know, the social media side of it, you have to take advantage of these voicemails. Even if it's through Facebook and you got your little minute, use the minute. If the shit adds up, just leave four texts. If you got four minutes, leave four texts. Let them hear the voice because this thing, like, I could sell a set of rims and tires, right? A dude to say, I'll put on line and say 1500. A dude to say 600. Why? Because he's texting. He's not going to call me and tell me that. And say that, yeah. You won't do it. People like, can say whatever they want in a text, but they, they won't say whatever they want. Motherfucker won't say yeah. I, I, I told the dude, I said, yeah, man, I'm a crackhead, man. G- give me $10 for the wheels and tires so yeah. I can go for a crack. Then they realize, oh, shit, this guy's a you know, sarcastic bastard. I said, yeah, I'm sarcastic because you're being sarcastic. But if you yeah. haven't made enough, tell me, leave your number. Tell me to drop your number because you're not going to, if I'm asking $1,500, you know in my face you're not going to come to me with $400 anywhere. No man's going to do yeah. that. So that's like me. Like I sell my jewelry and it's the same thing. Like when people send a, like a text message, I always say to them, this is my number. Call me. Let's discuss it because right. they want to wheel and deal you. And it's like, no, first of all, I'm very, I'm like you sarcastic, but I'm also very ignorant. I always let them right. know this is not a salvation army. I'm not right. a charity. <laughs> this is my price. You want it. You don't want it. Go to a freaking, go to a secondhand store, bitch. I pay to make my shit. I do that just, and you're right, like you said, mm. I do that so much that I can catch myself and say, yo, man, listen, call me at this number, because yeah. now, being reasonable, I'll tell you to call, but now it becomes a thing of, all right, now you insulted me, nearly took off a thousand dollars off the yeah. price, bro. I like, mean, you don't know how much work goes into stuff? Yeah. Like, I do a lot of jewelry. I make a lot of, like, my bedding, like, I'll show you. Here's my color pieces. That's so funny. Here's my artwork I make. You make that? Yeah, like I have a lot of artwork I make. I make oh. my bed spread. I would show you my room, but it's a disaster because I just moved. Remember, you just I had moved a in, yeah. you just moved so I just moved in yesterday. But this is like my bed sheet, the African print, like 
I do all that. Stuff. Oh, that's like, nice. Like, I'll show you the you literally like people want to call and wheel and deal. It's like, no, do you know how much time and effort I put into making that stuff? You know what I mean? So when they call me and they hear the tone of voice, all of a sudden it's like, okay, where can we meet? Not a problem because all of a sudden they realize, hey, it's not working because what you're saying with the tone of voice, right? Right. And, right. Media, right. and even with me for Facebook, I have my Facebook, but I deactivate my messenger all the time because all it is is a bunch of thirsty men. And I always say to them, do you guys need a Gatorade? Is your electrolytes really low today? Do you need a Gatorade? Because it's so, always thirsty people. How, how, is this the same thing on your Instagram too, or just Facebook? Um, it's more on Facebook than it is on Instagram. I have more on Facebook um, trying to hit me up than it is on Instagram. That's why it's so hard for me since I've been doing this, and I want you to you tell her to hear this because when I was doing uh, the street interviews. It was easy because I'm in the street. You meet him, boom, boom, boom. It was, it was unique because how often is a person going to get asked to do an interview? Let's chat. Crowd of people will get around, especially in the wintertime. Beautiful. So now I have to do it through social media. And I'm like, I can't even blame these women because who knows what they're getting in the inbox. Like, like you're saying, what are you saying? What are they saying to you on Facebook? Like, just no, I'm getting pictures. And you know what? I was in a relationship where he was no different. He was like hitting up everybody on Facebook and, and sending them messages like I get all the time, right? The only thing was he wasn't sending obscene pictures of himself, but I get a lot of obscene pictures. And when I do, I literally screenshot the picture with the person's name and face on it and post it back on Facebook and let everybody see it. Share oh. it with the world. Why not? Oh, Why you know not? What? <laughs> I, let me tell y'all something interesting about me in social media. Um, Hold on, let's okay, keep so, going, keep going, keep going. I was gonna make a quick call. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, um, something interesting about me in social media is that I didn't have social media until 2016. Oh wow! At, like, yeah, <laughs> I I made my first Facebook account at um, and I was 18. Um, I was 18 going on 19. I was um yeah I was in my I was in community college when I um when I had a Facebook and I had that up until this year and when I deleted it halfway through the year and, and got an Instagram I did have a Twitter um for like a couple of months but I deleted it because I I didn't really I was I was so confused about all the how to tweet and stuff you know because yeah, I, I don't didn't, know I, I didn't mind I don't know how to work it either don't worry. Yeah, and so like I like I can only remember two times where I had a working cell phone, which was the sixth and eighth grade, um, and the the rest of my childhood and teenhood I didn't have a, a cell phone. So it's funny because I remember in the tenth grade, um, when smartphones were you know out already, you know, and stuff like that. Um, I somebody said, hey, there's an app for that, you know, because I, I asked about something like you know how how do I um find jobs in the area like on some kind of you know, I was talking about a database on um on the computer, but they said, "Oh, there's an app for that." And I said, "What is an app?" <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't know what an app was, and I was 15 years old. Um, mm -hmm. and and and, and the smartphones were out by then. You know, I didn't have that that you know kind of thing. I was embarrassed because we we did have to get our our, our smartphones out and do the hoot or or stuff like that. You know, yeah. take little quizzes, and I didn't have that. And and I I was I was um 
you know, I didn't really get on social media. I didn't really have a MySpace or anything like that when it came out. I just didn't bother with that because I didn't want to be cyberbullied. I was already being bullied in real life. Right. So <laughs> I didn't want to get cyberbullied as well. And um, and then I tried online dating this year, you know, and that was that was messy. <laughs> oh, I didn't go there? <laughs> because, well, I mean, it's just like I didn't know how to. Oh. Huh? Can you guys hear me? Yep. Yeah, right. Can you hear me? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I I just I tried online dating. That's the only time I actually tried to, to actively date, which was this year. And it was um it was just weird. I mean I experienced some I had some good experiences, I had some bad experiences, but I I, I decided to just delete my my uh, my dating apps and uh, in my, my accounts because I overall it wasn't it wasn't that great. And I right. wanted to meet somebody the old, I guess the old fashioned way, quote unquote, you know, and a way in a, like just somewhere out in, in, in real life, because I'm so tired of all this social media stuff. I'm so tired of seeing so much negativity. I'm so tired of, you know, it, it takes all the mystery and the excitement out of it when you just swipe right on somebody, you know, I don't know if anyone else feels that way, but I, I just, why, why it, it just like, I hate it, man. Yeah, I've never done dating. You know, it's funny because the relationship I just came out of, um, I met him on Facebook. Wow. Yeah. Well, Facebook, the Facebook dating or just Facebook random? No, just, they got a, they got a dating app. No, it was just Facebook. He okay. would just send me messages and I would ignore it, whatever. You know what I mean? And I um, started on. Oh, so, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. And it just went from there and it wasn't even supposed to be. Honestly, it wasn't even supposed to turn into a relationship. You know, there was such an age difference. It was supposed to be just like, okay, whatever. Hang out, have fun. You know what I mean? I had been single for so long, and then it turned into like a five-year. You know, there are a lot of relationships that I, I hear a lot of people that have successful relationships from meeting on social media. You know, social media could be a good thing, but it could also be like a hard thing. Yeah. I started on <laughs> Tinder, and then I went to Bumble because... Well, Tinder was like it was that experience that I had was just oh my god. Isn't Tinder just and more I, for the men just hook up on there? I mean, at least the guys that I know, like one, I got good guys that try to get on Tinder. They want a wife, and they're not successful with that. But the guys that I know that be trying to, well, there's different. There's some guys on Tinder trying to do their thing, and they don't get shit. And there's guys that I know just running through that shit like crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. So, you know, I'm, I'm, that's why. That's why I tell you when this when this whole situation's over. I just want to go back to authenticity where we could get a big, huge trip planned and just take over a resort. I don't care if it's 200 of us there, but I think that union alone would be a lot stronger to meet people as a union versus, you know, hey, I, I want to hook you up or you're going to dating site and let's see. You know how many times people call me, yo, Nate, I want to meet that girl in your site. I'm like, listen, man, you're on your own with that. Go on a DM and do whatever you do. I'm not fucking on man matchmaker. I'm not getting involved in that. But right? it's just, it's, yeah, I don't, I don't like that because my whole thing is like, you don't come to me trying to be. I'm not welcome to a fucking pimp. Well, don't you don't like want to be in the middle either because if something goes wrong, then the fingers get pointed, right? Why did yeah, you do this? Come right back to me, yeah. yeah. They, why you put yeah. me onto this person? So I run by myself with this shit, man. That's, that's why a lot of times I will get the same thing too because the dudes would be like, "Yo, man, what's up with this? What's up with Nisha?" I'm like, "Bro, yo, I had all the time to talk and say what you wanted to say on the chat, but then the, the, the live is over. I get the, I get the DMs." So it's just nuts. So, you know, a lot of times I'm telling them, listen, if they drop the information, it's there. You see what it is. 
a lot of these guys don't understand it. They could take advantage of asking your questions, to hearing these testimonies. That's why I took the dude out of here because it's like, yo, bro, I don't even want to put him in a position. It's like, you know what's going on. It's common sense. And if you don't have any common sense, then don't fuck with the channel. It's just that simple. Like, what are we doing That's here? That's the like, problem you know, is little boys coming in and sometimes little girls. You know what I mean? They right. they want to come into the grown-up talk, but yet they have not even grown up themselves. They're still trying to find themselves. Normally the ones that are coming in like that, Nate, okay, so you see the topic we're talking about today? Those right. are the ones that have been affected by it the most. That's yes. why they come in with such negativity because that's how their life has been. I believe that's what I said. I knew for, that's why I said them. I said, and I and I didn't want to take away of being disrespectful because everybody's like, well, damn me, we're trying to build you, putting it out. No, you can see that this is the guy that is running with this whole situation. Yeah, that's what you get because you were that guy. Like, don't play that game like I don't know. He knows, he knows the fuck it's 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 every day and those are the ones and you know what like even with women a lot of women women have to start empowering women women have to start telling women they're beautiful i will see a beautiful woman and i will go up to her and tell her you are absolutely drop dead gorgeous you have a yes, beautiful you I, I do beautiful. that too i yeah, do like, that a lot I, I will tell somebody i like their hair i'll be like i love your hair i love the shoes i love yeah. the look like i i do That's that how it should be. And, absolutely absolutely and women like, empowering women yeah. Yeah, and they're so taken aback by it too. Like yeah. they're not used to. I feel like it's uh, with women. Like the sisterhood is. I used to make jokes all the time and say, "Oh, the sisterhood is dead," you know, because a lot of women are like. I I notice a lot of women are very uncomfortable, um, because they they grew up around a lot of really vicious women that were very competitive and stuff like that, and, mm -hmm. and just like they they cut them down, you know, and and I, when 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 a girl notices I'm not like that. Um, it's it just hits different, I guess, because like they, they, they'll look visibly like sh sh like shocked that I complimented them in the first place, you know. Well, you, like, you want to hear something though? This this most of the sisterhood is dead. I agree, but I'm gonna tell you the part of it that's not dead. When we meet a girl, a woman in the street, and let's just say you you could go to an average woman around the world and just be like, you know, hey, I'm married, but you know. I want to fuck with you. Average woman is just going to be like, really? You grease ball? Like, you're, you're, does your wife know you're doing this? Like, women to stick together with a union like that because they automatically will get into the zone of, wow, how how would I feel if that was me? Man, mm -hmm. we don't think like that. We we don't we don't be like, we don't. Oh damn, I wonder if that was me. It's like, but there's some things a man could ask a, a fellow dude and say, oh wow, I didn't realize like. A girl could ask me something. What do you think about a guy doing this? Like me, she was talking about we was having a conversation. Like, you know, if a guy's not pushing up, I'm like, if a dude is not pushing up, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't necessarily mean something is wrong with you. It, it, it doesn't mean something's wrong with him. Maybe he's just trying to force himself for whatever personal reason. I don't know. But whatever it is, something, if you're asking on a mission of a, an attractive woman, the average man is just not going to not fuck with a woman. I don't give a fuck if she's unattractive. <laughs> this is how strong vagina is. Like, average dude just is not going to turn the sex down unless he's 
these extreme things I was saying earlier this week, you know, whether he's gay, whether you, you smell funny or whatever, whatever the situation is, it's going to be something extreme. But the average guy says, like, a guy, on the other hand, couldn't just go to a woman and stand in the street and be like, yo, you want to fuck? And the average woman is just not going to go for that. <laughs> it's just, it's just, I believe no woman is going <laughs> to go for that. A dude just can't go up and just do that. Um, So there's, there is a union of us as a brother and sisterhood kind of knowing to some degree, what the common man would think, what the common woman would think. So when you're seeing a lot of women um, out here and you guys are expressing yourself and you see a guy that jumps on the chat like that, I'm like, uh-huh, there we go. Yeah, this guy was, this guy probably gets railroaded for years. Everybody probably Absolutely. shits on him. You can tell. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. get him out of here. That's why I didn't yeah. want to leave him with a, another option to leave a comment because then I'm like, now nah, he could say something. He could get the last yeah, word. Yeah, that's I'm like, why I was like, delete him and block yeah. him because warning is not even going to get anywhere. You know what I mean? Like he's been right. warned. He was doing it on a regular basis, and we've had quite a few of those with the negative comments on a regular basis. And this is not, this is not, a, a, like you didn't start this for people to be putting people down. This is no. to empower. This is to educate. This is to like express how. So why come on there with the negativity? That's not what we're out here for. No, 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 no. There's this, 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 that going on yeah. in the world. We, we, we have, you know what? Misha's daughter had this shirt on tonight. And I'm like, I, when I'm, I'm going to tell her tomorrow. She has to take a picture of that shirt. I want that shirt. And it was basically showing how the world's like a sad world. You see like bandages all wrapped around it and shit. It was just crazy. Like bandages wrapped around the earth. You see like this world, like the, this earth is just suffering. And I'm just like, you know what? We had these conversations. I think the break of it was when I was able to be myself. You remember that show, um, Nancy? We did like two, three weeks ago with Misha when she got mad. Oh. But it, it got us closer because what it was was like, hey, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And I apologize. But we talked like two adults. The very next day, she apologized on things that she did. I apologized on things that I did. But we didn't apologize for being who we were. You know, it's like, listen. This is something we have to do. I don't care. You gotta push us, but you'll push me. We doing a thing Friday. You sure? You all right with it? I'm like, we're gonna do it regardless because this is something that I'm dedicated to. So every time I see Nancy and I see women that jump on and tailor the natural and everybody that's giving their opinions and they jump on the lives, it's a big deal to us because I just want people to know now, like, yo, I feel we got nothing to lose now. Like this expression that we're doing right now, I feel I feel the world's already at the bottom. Like what's to be ashamed so why are we trying to put each other down when you see somebody going through a testimony you see somebody going through emotions and you got one clown i'm like something's wrong with that because why is everybody on the ch everybody's on the chat was all right if you're gonna have a negative chat i i, I respect it more if you once it goes in post-production post up your negative comment on there after the show, but don't post this shit up on the live right in the middle of that. And, they, and that pushes a person that's watching and saying, man, damn, I'm going to want to talk to me. Maybe I want to talk to Nancy. Maybe I want to talk to Taylor the Natural. Maybe I want to talk to Misha. But they could all just express. Like, just put yeah. the shit aside. Like, we, we we know what it is. Let's empower each other. I could look at Nancy and say, wow, Nancy went through all that, and now it's a different level of respect for her. You know what I mean? Like, I got a utmost respect for her regardless, but a lot different than when I first met her. You know what I mean? Because I'm pretty sure it's like, you look at Nancy, oh, man, look at Nancy's sexy motherfucker, pretty face, big titties and all that. And then it went from that to, uh, <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> so, then it went from that to me and her conversating on Instagram to now it's like, nah, nah, that's, 
that's 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 a trooper right there. I fucks with her. Like, you know what I mean? I, I got a different respect for her because now it's just not all about like, you know, you know what I mean? A person stimulates you mentally, you're able to like, yo, we could go far with that. We could talk about things and, and enhance each other. So it's the same thing where I don't care how drunk Nisha gets, at the end of the day, she's passionate. And even Absolutely. in her, she's passionate, man. Like this woman yeah. will call me six o'clock in the morning. Man, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I know I'm sorry. In the bar, her all day. I'm like, yo, what you sorry for? Like, yo, you created. You know what I mean? You, you inspired me to do this, and we're still doing it. We haven't missed a week yet. So it, it's, it's an important thing for us to have these, these conversations because what does it mean that we're all going through stuff if we're not helping each other? Hearing somebody else going through something sometimes, or enhance you like wow you know what i'm saying this woman right here raised five kids in this world even through all the evil that she was challenging then understood the, the expression of 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 the anger and then you look at tell the natural and she's telling you like mom's is telling you like yeah you should do this with your hair and it's like i right, well it's one way you could tell your daughter i get it she probably don't have a bad intention but the message of how you put it put it through you can't just Tell nobody that you know what I'm saying. You, you with a woman, you have to learn how to be, especially a woman more than a man. You have to be sincere, you have to be respectful, you have to treat things and give a message accordingly. You can't just throw some shit out there. That shit could ruin a person. Like you can say some shit to really fuck a person up. I remember when I was a kid, man. Um, me and this kid Jello, nicknamed Jello, his real name was Nigel. And, you know, we were kind of like, I was like a verbal bully. Like, I just knew, like, yeah, because I knew a motherfucker wasn't going to say nothing to me because, you know, I beat the shit out of him. That's what my mentality was. Like, we used to just tease and have fun, clown. And one day we dissed this girl. There was this girl named Asaneth. I will never forget that. Her name was Asaneth. I know that's unique because I never met a person with that name in my life. And I remember she had, like, cra her teeth was a little crazy whatever. And I remember Jello was making jokes, and then I started making jokes, and we fucking with her. Man, she walked out the classroom, right? And you know, everybody was laughing and whatever. And we got on the next person again. We just go fuck on everybody. And Mr. T, I remember the teacher's name, Mr. T. Back then, Mr. T was out because of the eighteen. So this dude was like a white version of. Mr. I never knew why they called him Mr. T, right? So I'm like, this Mr. Name is well because it's short for Mr. Tardono. And I'm like, still, like Mr. T, there's only one Mr. T. Yeah. You, I ain't never had a white man in my life be this intimidating in my fucking life. This dude pulled us to the office and he was yelling at me and Jello so loud. When I seen him yelling at my boy, it jolted through my body so deep, I laughed because I I seen how scared he was. And then when he got to me, what are you laughing at? And I was like, oh shit. Needless to say, I would never forget that experience, man. And I learned like, I don't remember recalling teasing anybody since because <laughs> what it was is that I didn't want him telling my pops because he was the type of teacher that was like, fuck that. I ain't telling your parents shit. I want to deal with you on my own. Because I know my pops, you know, I would have been fucked because I, I have feared the fuck out of him. But you know that was the that was just the point of just knowing how we could we, we probably I know for a fact she never forgot about that. I know if she ever seen me right now, she would, like, hey, what's up? she would be like, I remember you. 
I'm like, no, yeah. no, nah, nah, I remember that after all these years. She remembered because it was another dude that did that before because some shit was going on in the class. I think we was having a debate and I made him feel bad. And one day I was walking by the courthouse. We're doing some filming for my web series. So the dude popped up there. This dude I used to be in my class. He had his uh, daughter with him, his son. So I'm like, oh, wow, cute little kid taking pictures. I felt funny when I was seeing him. I was like, what is it about? Something felt my energy, man. The dude was like, yo, yo, man, I never told you after all these years, man, something that bothered me that you did. It's like, what? Man, I remember we was in class and yo, he went right there. It was as if like that was the discomfort I had of being around him. So he was like, man, I'll never forget that. I said, man, I am so sorry, man. I really am sorry from the bottom of my heart because I remember I didn't know if he remembered, but I guess that was the mode of like, well, maybe I wasn't sure, but he fucking reminded me instantly. And you can have a real negative effect on somebody just from something as simple as that. Like, yo, that one dude is the reason why I'm successful or that one dude is the reason why I broke. Like there's some people I hear that snapped or they snapped forever when they killed somebody or snapped when they just had a nervous breakdown and never never resurfaced because of that one person. So I never wanted to be that one individual. So fast forward, I, you know, I stopped fucking with the girls too much because I knew my, I didn't realize my presentation was so large. So I remember years ago, there was this dude that we kind of like did some dirty. Like he was delivering the paper and me and my boy, Icky, we like, we didn't rob him, but we just like, just did tossing around stupid shit, you know? I can't blame it on being a youth because I knew it was stupid then because I knew if I, my parents found out I would have got in trouble, but we just did it. Kind of like lumped them up. In the elevator, I'll never forget that. Elevator took down. We like, yeah, we laughed or whatever. So my sister had a class reunion. I was like, all right. She wanted me to go to a class reunion. I was like, all right, cool. My class reunion, she's like four years younger than me, but her class reunion was better. Mine was whack. So I go to a class reunion and it felt like the classroom that I didn't have because it was so good. So I seen a dude, Terry. So Kim, my sister was like, remember Kerry? What's one? White boy Kerry, tall dude. I was like, yeah, what's up, man? Dude looked like a, you know, he's like one of them damn model dudes now. Tall dude, had a suit on. And I remember I looked at him, man, gave me a, because they know me as Koi. So he gave me a hug pound. and I was like, that's Kerry. I'm like, oh, shit. And I said, yo, I'm sorry, man. He said, man, don't worry about it. He knew exactly what the fuck I was. I mean, I'm talking about we were children when I did this. Yeah. And I was like, man, I bet you any amount of money. That shit probably scarred him for years. It probably made him whoever he was. But needless to say, I knew I have a lot of that to do. I have a lot of cleaning up to do. So this is a testimony that I do with you guys because I enjoy it because it, it, it strengthens me to be more sincere to a lot of things, even my mouth or the things I have done. And my shit didn't come from anger. My shit came from spiking too quick. Shit that like, I, you, you're raised good to the point where you have no reason to do the shit you did. I never had to rob nobody because I didn't grow up poor. I never had to be beating nobody up because that wasn't my character. But I seen how much I could have messed with somebody on a detrimental level. And now hearing you guys speak, it strengthens me where it's like, damn, you know, this is the, the the goal that I always wanted to hear. I wanted to hear ladies' testimony. So there'll be a different level of somebody's going to judge somebody because they have five children. It's like, ah, right, you judging them, but 
then I could be like, nah, I'll never judge a woman like that ever in my life. Cause now I know differently. I'm like, nah, I could never even knock. Cause y'all didn't knock women when our parents' parents was having 15 kids. You know what I'm saying? And they were doing it. My grandmother had 10 children and my grandfather passed when my mother was nearly one years old. And you have but to remember back then, they had 10 children and it was only the husband working and they survived. And they survived. You know why, don't they? Because they lived within their means. And we don't do Nowadays that anymore. It's all about showing off what you have. Where's Misha? Uh, Misha's here, but she fell asleep. Oh, <laughs> look. It's all about... <laughs> Nowadays, it's all about showing off what you have and trying to be bossy and trying to, to have more than the next person, you know? Right, right, right. So that's why nowadays, you know, it's it's so messed up because everybody's trying to outdo everyone. You know, it. I even catch myself because the inspiration could come from the negative inspiration. Not that's what I call it an influence, not an inspiration, but sometimes you... I always believe when you see things, you may have your desires on one thing, but I think the more you want, you're never happy. You know what I'm saying? It's always like, there's some people look at it as a charge, like, yo, that's dopey. Like, you should never settle, always shoot for the star. I'm like, yeah, what point do you say I'm good? You know, was it a good Christmas? Why was it a good Christmas? Because nobody died, you know? Um, Absolutely, and you were with family. Yeah, we were all with family. I mean, listen, 2019 was... The worst Christmas I've ever experienced yeah. in my life. So you know where I'm going. Nineteen. Oh, nineteen. Yeah, it was the worst Christmas I've ever dealt with in my life. So this, the year yeah, later, yeah, still yeah. just like, yeah, thank you. You know, it's just. But I knew today there was a, a, a some more of an uplift because even with talking to you, I'm like, wow, it's just so important for us to. I think if people start interacting on this wavelength of us connecting we could do things and enjoy things and make the best of it rather than shit just being like i'm gonna go to california to f for some pussy you know what i mean i'd rather go to california wherever i'm gonna go and visit somebody and really enjoy myself and have a good time and us taking away like we take a couple of pictures but let's take the social media out of there and I, th I think that gets redundant that's one thing that i used to probably abuse as a man myself because I've, I've been there you know what i mean i think i've been to the point where I've empowered women. I did. I know I added on a lot to women on a positive level, but I probably took things for granted too sometimes where it wasn't just all about what you could deliver in the bedroom. I think I think that was one of my things. So I sit back and I say, wow, this woman is more valuable than that. You know, she's actually adds on to me. You know what I mean? And that could just be as a friend. You know what I mean? I think I think we we don't allow that. I think a lot of us men that think like the way I do, we don't allow that in because we always want more. So sometimes I kind of disconnect myself from things that make me feel that way. Instagram shit. Um, just negatively thinking of things on a level where it's not authentic. Even I get tired of that. I get tired of just, you know, you see how me and Misha, Misha's friendship is based. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. I can't wait to go to the what I was thinking of go to Canada in January is a lot different than what I think about in December 2021. Tom, it's my birthday. Let's see? do it. See? Oh man. It's your birthday? January, yeah. Oh, see, see, so it's it's coming. It's it's coming. It's yeah. coming. Well, you know what? I'm I'm not I'm not counting this year, so I'm still I'm still two years behind. Well I, I, <laughs> for COVID? 
Well, 2020, I didn't, it's not really a year, so whatever. Right, 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 right. So that's what I said. That's the same thing. I'm the same age for the next two years until this COVID is done. Right, right. Well, I'm I'm, I'm with you a thousand. That's actually a good way to look at that. I think that, I think that is what, uh, and that, listen, that's one of the goals now with, I'm looking at, in addition to Taylor, this is what I want y'all to do. Same thing, how we try to plan this trip in 2021. It's probably going to be 22, but I want now to kind of, do what I know I could do well. I know I, I know my abilities to add on to people. So I don't want to abuse that by doing the stupid shit I did as a kid where I know I could man, I know I could push a motherfucker to jump off the damn near bridge. You know, I don't want to be like that. I don't because I, mean, I know I know that weapon is a weapon that I don't need to use unless I have to use it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, even with the situation of how we all have our and you know, I mean, Nancy, listen, man, you, you hit home. I think the highlight of this shit, this highlight when you, you know what I mean? You did your expression because no matter what a person could do, you can look at a strong woman from two different ways. You know, you look at you and Taylor's and look at the situations y'all been through with your mother. So a dude will sit there and either say, wow, this woman's a strong woman. And you may have another fucking clown that's like, yeah, he gonna he he'll be the same motherfucker to do the same shit that you open up to. You're like, I shared all this shit with you about my mother, and now you fucking doing the same thing. So women don't know which way to go. It's like, which way do we go? You open up to somebody and they throw you under the bus. And then if you don't throw a person under the bus, it's like this person, you don't know if the person's gonna add on to you. So I feel that a lot of us are crying, and I feel that a lot of us are feeling a lot of that inside. Shout out to Sid Love. I see that. Happy holidays to you. Happy holidays to everyone. Love and peace. And they just bringing real topics to like women out here like Misha represent the truth, strength, beauty of women can't ever deny nor deny. Never give up in life. It's a perspective. What you feel is good. Maybe bad. What you think is bad. Maybe good. Just live your best life and count your blessings. I think we all now are realizing this because it's two, 2020 has been <laughs> you know what, Nate? I want to say about 2020. So my my thing on 2020 is it was a shitty year, but it was a great year. I, it, I agree. It, yeah, it made a lot of it brought families closer. It brought people closer, but it also made us open up our eyes to what reality, how life can change from one minute to another. Because everybody always thinks life is perfect, right? right. And they have the perfect life, and they don't realize. There are people out there struggling and they don't care about people that are out there struggling. And this has taught a lot of people a lot of things this year. It was a bad year, but it was a great year. You know, bad, but great. What's, what's your favorite What's your favorite okay. thing that y'all learned this year? I'll tell you, my, my favorite thing was I learned what essential was and what non-essential is. That's my highlight. Yeah, well, yeah. And you know what? It's funny because when they started saying, okay, people are going to get put off for because of essential, I'm like, oh shit, where do I fall? So I was like, yes, yes, I get a break. And then I'm like, finding out I'm an essential. I'm like, what? Which makes sense. Yeah, the hell? you, you, you managing properties. What the hell? You can't, you, you well, got to be saying, essential. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, so y'all want me to manage these properties. You know, I have to go to these sites every week. I have to deal with these contractors. COVID is going on. You don't, you know what I mean? We don't have any kind of we're not taking precautions. They're not giving us masks at the time. I don't believe in the COVID anyway, so I don't care. Right. Right. But I found that I was essential, and I was like, whoa, I'm essential? <laughs> okay. How is a dollar store an essential? I understand my position, like a property manager, but how the hell is a dollar store an essential? 
it, it's essential because it's a store. You know what Correct. I mean? It's yeah, that's all. Yeah, but when you look yeah. at it, you're like, what the flip? Yeah. Well, how, a li- uh, how about a liquor store? Well, that's what mm-hmm. I got pissed off about because it's like, how is a liquor store an essential? You know why? Because the government makes way too much money off of drunks and off yeah. of alcohol to have yeah. it closed down. Well, you got to remember, uh, if anybody, I don't you know, if anybody's a drinker, if you're a drinker, you understand. If you're a non-drinker, you won't understand unless you was a drinker. So let's just say, you know, you're going through some stress and somebody took a little hit of wine. You may not feel good the next day, but that little... <laughs> <laughs> that little glass they of wine. I'll be honest. Yeah, I'll be honest. I did get a little. I did get pretty liquored up this the last half of this year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like with my best friend, me and her, just like we would just be in each other's dorm or whatever, and we'd be watching movies and, and getting drunk. But yeah, um, I'm, yeah, that's crazy. But yeah. So yeah, what I had to say about like life, you know, I actually I always use this metaphor, but now I really, really Hold identify on. with it. Um, it's like it's like that scene um from that movie. Um okay, so life has in life you have a lot of choices, right? And when you're especially when your back's are against the, the ropes, like it, it yeah, um there's that scene from that movie Tarzan, the final scene where Clayton is like fighting Tarzan and he throws the ropes on him, like the vines. And he's like slicing at the ropes, like in, in this way that's not methodic at all, and um, and that's how he, you know, hangs himself. And and he had a choice, you know, he had a choice to stop um, making those decisions. Like I feel like each vine he cut was a decision, you know. And um, I, I was always, I always knew that um. In life, you just have you have choices, and 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 everything you do from the moment you're born to to the day you die, um, it, it has you have to find meaning in it. I mean, when you at least when you get old enough to realize that that you have to find meaning in the things you do, you have to just you have to stick with um with what you know is 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 aligned with your authentic self, you know. And I, I I've I've been denying my authentic self for the last twenty three years. And I learned a lot about myself this year. That was just um, that was just almost overwhelming to even think about. That I, I didn't realize that I was denying myself all these my my true nature and how I really am and and how I want to interact with people, how I want to um to feel and, and think and, and and things I want to do because I grew up with that being stifled, my creativity being stifled, my emotions, my my dreams and aspirations being stifled and um because and of this non, non expression. I'm sorry, what? Was it because of this non expression throughout all these years? Yeah. Um pretty much. I just um in the way I was raised, like I was just raised to like I, I there was only three set not three set, well, you know, there was only a few set paths to um success. Either you get Absolutely. a sports scholarship, an academic scholarship, go to college. Yeah. Get get a practical job, you know, something that you um that you know you can make money off of long term and whatnot, and um like for the rest of your life get a lifetime job or whatever, and and not not do anything that you, not do anything that you, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, and just and be miserable. I said. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, no, like my parents. Right? You get a job just to be miserable, a job you don't like. Right, right. And my parents yeah, taught me. They, they told me to like you know. 
to just you, either you you get a sports scholarship or an academic scholarship or something, but you you got to go to college. You got to you know just get get a. My mom used the word practically when she said when she talked about a job. No, nothing it had it killed any creativity I might have had. I wanted I used to want to be a screenwriter. I used to want to be the next Tyler Perry. You know. <laughs> but, but, um, did mom did mom see that screenwriter wasn't the profession that was more of a demand versus what you're doing? Um, I she she did say yeah she said that she told me that no that's probably not gonna work because she said something about um some famous um actress used to be a waitress and she was struggling and and I would definitely suffer for my my talents um most people. Hmm? That, most people are going to respond to that because even with me being in entertainment, nobody ever takes it seriously until they see like, oh, shit, the other person's making like a hundred million dollars a year. But when you, you know, in most cases, parents are going to go with the fact, for example, you're going to go to school for science or you're going to school to become an actress. Right. Like, you know, they're going to think like yeah. the science is going to be more of a guarantee, which is understandable. But I, I think I think both of you what I pick up is you guys have certain strengths from two different age brackets, two different worlds, age groups, I would say. I feel as if their empowerment, like it was tough love. Like it's almost like your moms and fathers somewhat <laughs> brutal ways actually made you you know in regards to um nancy first made you more of a the stronger person you are today um same thing with Taylor. it's like your mother and i'm hearing them hearing a testimony here and i'm like well you wouldn't be here technically in a weird strange way you guys are pretty successful considering the people i know that Totally didn't make it. You know what I mean? It's like you got this far on top of the fact that 21. I don't know. It's weird. I'm not taking up for it. I think it's more of a thing of like it kind of backfired in a weird way. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what they tried to do, but shit made you like, you made you guys come along where I know if I was like, hey, you know, I need to do a big show in Jamaica where we can all be on stage. And um, whether Nancy's a mother with five children to, you know, tell the naturals in college, I know at the end of the day, y'all would do everything y'all got to do to be part of that. Whatever way you got to do it, you're going to make it work. Like just, that's just the structure of I get from women like that because these are the women that men are lacking because they're like, we're tired of the bullshit. We're tired of something as simple as a woman telling you they're going to call you tonight, you don't call. So being that, Y'all went through and, and were raised the way you were raised. It kind of made you guys both become more um, beyond transparency, but a strength that a strength magnitude that a lot of people could never imagine. This, this strength magnitude that I pick up is what I've learned is just like, damn, wow, you know, I don't even know why I was on the bullshit that I was on because my parents didn't even raise me like that. So it was like, where was I? If I my like. An equivalent to Nancy's thing where it was like, yo, she was just knocking everybody out because she was angry. I was like, I was doing the bullshit just to be a dick. So then it was like, wow, you know what I'm saying? She had more of a legitimate reason. I'm looking at that. Then I'm thinking of Taylor. I'm like, 
damn, I know how that is. You know, just imagine screenwriter. Yeah, good luck. Trying to tell somebody that that wasn't in arts. Try to have an appearance that were real raised with. They see a uniform. That's only a job to them. So now it's like me. That's, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's so You are nothing. Well, yeah, they don't even be there. They're like, well, doing yeah. my business. They look at me as a man with, you know, they look, oh, he's a mover. But they may see me in a van and without a uniform, but the minute I get a big old damn shit painted on the side and I got a shirt that matches, like, oh, shit, you're doing your thing. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. I've been doing it. I've been doing this shit. I've been doing this shit for What hurts years. the most, though? What, hurt, what hurts the most is that, um, you know, I, I can feel that my parents, like I said, I'm an empath. I, I can feel that they're disappointed in me despite because they, they because they don't think I'm on the path that they that I that they wanted me to be on. They don't understand that I'm on the path that I want to be on. My, my, all my parents see is, oh, you changed your major. You get well, dang, it's in the same freaking school, um, the school of um, kinesiology. Is I I only changed it twice, and it's still in the same technically. I just changed the focus from from teaching and coaching to sport management. You know, Please. and and like. Can't take that disrespectfully, though. You know why? Because think of it this way: if you, you know, Nancy, you're a parent, and Taylor, let's just say you had a friend, a best friend, and you know your friend is can be the best producer musically. Like, you know what I mean? You know that this person is gifted with this, and you know they're going to the best school to become a producer and enhance it to get all their licenses and their, you know, all of their paperwork, etc. You know. And then they come back and tell you, well, and you're happy for them. Like, wow, you're going to the best school. I'm so happy for you. And you know this is just working. Like, yo, this is dope. And next thing you're like, well, I changed my major because I want to start, you know, um, you know, making peanut butter. You're like, what the fuck is you talking about? Like, where is that coming from? You, you're a producer. It's like, yeah, but this is something I want to do. Of course, you're going to feel the way. See, sometimes we have this thing where we think our parents or people that believe in us, like, yo, people just got to respect what I do. They don't have to respect what you do. They don't, they don't have to. You would want them to respect what They should respect what you do. They don't have to. They're not obligated to do anything. You're not obligated to respect the person. A person could say, fuck it, I could go to school to be an engineer, but I want to sell crack. You know, you don't have to respect their wishes. <laughs> You don't be like, I respect your wish, man. You still my boy. No, motherfucker, that's stupid. And I hope you don't get caught. So we all have that in us. It doesn't mean a bad thing. I think what people just got to realize is that how can people become believers if you didn't come become successful with something that they knew you could do better or you didn't choose it? So now you want to do something else. They don't know. Until they know, then it's like, okay, now, next thing you know, I remember there was a song from Beyonce, I mean, uh, Destiny's Child, um, Good, it was called Good, I remember that, that I'm doing so, so good, first album, I will never forget how, it was basically like people in the world were telling them they wasn't going to do shit, they probably seen four girls dancing in the front of the house, like, these fucking girls are wasting their time, they need to get their asses in school, and next thing you know, she became a fucking megastar. So the song, she spoke about it like they said that she wouldn't do it. And sometimes those people like, oh, yeah, fuck the haters. No, them haters made you who you were or even the people that disagree because sometimes that mechanism works for the best. So I never really get mad when a person says, and when people say, well, I'll do what I want to do because I'm an adult. I'm like, no, that's not about what you do, what you want to do. 
people just, people should just fall on respect and read whatever you want to choose. No, they don't. You got a fucking boyfriend that's a piece of shit and you feel that I have to respect them because that's your choice. No, I don't have to respect. You got to respect your choice. I don't have to respect shit. If you date a bum-ass motherfucker and I know you can do better, that's on me, right? You, at the end of the day, you chose who you got. I don't have to respect that. You have to live with that. That's your reality. And that, that, that thing, that's the thing. People want you to accept their reality regardless. You just going to accept my life. No, you have to accept your life. Uh-huh. I don't have to accept shit. You know, if I choose not to, I don't have to. You can be like, well, fuck you. Well, fuck you too. Because I don't have to accept it. It'd be nice if I do. It'd be nice if I could support you, but I don't have to support you for doing what you do. I could still be your friend. I could still be your father. I could still be your, your lover or whatever, but there's just... People got to understand that there's certain things that people are not obligated to do. Parents have it hard. You're a parent. You know if you have, you know how tough it is if you know your kids could do one thing. And you're like, okay, you're not making any sense. Like, you 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 could do this. You're, te- you're, you're excellent in this. Why the fuck would you want to do that? That shit is stupid. So, you were going to feel the way. You know what I mean? But it doesn't yeah. mean you're not going to love your kids. I, I believe your mom has a real strange way of clearly showing it, but Clearly, your mother loved the fuck out of you, regardless. And tell her, yeah, I know your mother has a very strange way of showing you, but I know whatever they did, it strengthened me because I'm listening to both of your testimonies and I'm going to be in the bed tonight, like, oh shit, this is just like, it's, I'm, th- I'm going to think different now. You know what I mean? Because it's going to have me thinking, it's not even looking at you guys different. It's just going to be like, wow, like, that's an experience now I could play back in my head as if I never forgot about it. So, that's just my testimony on you guys' testimony on your expression of how obstacles in a person's life can strengthen another person. In addition to, wow, you know, hearing when a person, you know, I don't get along with my mother and father or my mother didn't believe in this or my mother didn't love me. And I'm like, did they tell you they didn't love you? What well, they showed me. And I'm like, well, what did she say? Now I want to ask you, tell does your mother tell you that she loves you? Does 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 your mother ever tell you that she loves you, Nancy? Like, do y'all ever hear your mother say, I love you? I love you. Like, when is the last time your mother told you that they love you? Oh no, now she does. Like now, now she does. Like over the years, um, over the years, my mother realized because I took care of her, right? I was there for her when she went through a really rough time. And I was there for her emotionally, financially, everything. So Thing, roles changed, you know, so it's now we have we have that relationship, but it's still I'm not, I still don't feel that 100% like I love my mother to death but I still Everything you just said, that's exactly how it is with, with me wow. and my mom wow. Yeah, that's exactly everything you just said, because my, I, I took care of my mother over the summer because she had um, issues, reproductive issues and stuff like that, and she had to get surgery recently and and you know now that she's better, it's like I don't know. It's like I don't know. She it almost feels like she discarded me in that regard, you know. Because over the summer, I did I, I was buying her medications and, and stuff like that, and food and whatever she wanted. I was cooking for her, um, and, and you know, and and she was always bedridden, you know. Yeah, the it's crazy. Summer, yeah, for the most summer, she was most of the she summer was bed- she was bedridden from the surgery. No, she she was she had a debilitating um she had she, okay, she she had fibroids and fibromyalgia. Oh my and mom had so, 
Yeah. yeah. She's no joke. She's no yeah, joke. my mom. Yeah. And it's funny because um, when my mother and I was like, like I said, when my brother took really sick and he was about to die is when I started talking to my sister after 15 years, um, started getting closer with my mother. I actually sold my house to come back and live near my mother to take care of her because she was in a horrible state after my brother passed away. Like she was, she was not in a good state. So I literally sold my house and uprooted my life and my children's life to come live beside her where I didn't even like where she was living at the time, just to make sure that I could take care of her and make sure that she was going to be okay. Oh. You know, and it was only supposed to be for a year. I was only supposed to be here for a year, but you know, you get, you, who wants to pick up and move? I was supposed to buy another house after a year and I'm still find myself six years later, two house flyers later, and I'm still here, you know, still beside her because she's at the age now she's older. Right. So it's like, I feel I have to be near her to make sure she's okay. Where did you live? Where you lived in Massachusetts before? No, no, no. My family lived out there. I've, I've always been in Toronto, like always you, in Canada. Yeah. Oh, you all your life? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. I'm in Texas right now. <laughs> You're in Texas? I, I'm a native, yeah, I'm a native, I'm a native Floridian, but I've, I've been here in Texas since I was 12. My family, my, my dad uprooted us and literally him, my mother and my brother are the only three people I'm related to out here. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I have, I really have no other support system besides my, my best friend my two best friends, one of which lives in California. So I, I really don't have very many people I can rely on. You don't really need too many people. I only have like one truly, truly best friend of 26 years and I have my other one of 15 years. You don't really need a lot of people. All you need is one good person. That's all you need. You don't need a whole, bunch of, people, a whole bunch of people comes with a whole different, a whole bunch of opinions. Yeah. But the all thing about that is, is I don't want to... Yeah. I, the thing about that is I just don't want to like run my best friend that's here off, you know, with like, cause I, I do find then that I'm your best friend. Okay. There is no such thing <laughs> as running a best friend off. I can sit there and cry. I've had two house fires in two years. Nate knows this. I just came, moved back in yesterday from a house fire from three months ago. And once again, I went back and lived with my friend again, my best friend. And she took me right. And I'm like, I don't want to do this to you again, Rose, you know, and she's like, shut up and come. You know what I mean? If you yeah. feel or if your friend feels that you're too much, then she's not really your friend. That's a fact. That's I mean, fact. she's it, it's been a year and she she's pretty down. You know, I just I have that nagging, that gnawing feeling because I just feel like that's what I've done with my family is right. is is just made them, you know. Well, if she's a true friend, then she'll tell you if she's had enough of you. Okay. That's but that's what, that's what friends are for. I've been friends with mine for 26 years. 26 years. And we have our disagreements. We agree to disagree. Same thing with Misha. Misha and I have only been friends, though, mind you, for like six months. But we agree to disagree. And we, you know what I mean? We're still there for each other. I think that's the one thing, too. I, I think these days now, one thing I could say with all ages, Unlike kids, one thing I adore about kids, kids don't hold grudges. Kids can make friends quick. And I think that's one characteristic that adults are starting to adore now. Like they're starting to see now, like you don't need to be around somebody for years to see if they're friends. Yeah. I mean, of course, that's a lot of validation, of course, but I'm saying you could also look six months. You could still see a person's like, wow, yeah. like 
you still can pick up authenticity now because I felt that adults that say, well, we act like kids. I mean, it's figure speech. Some kiddie shit we may say, but then there's some things where I'm like, nah, some of us just got to start acting like the children because children get over shit quick. You see kids fighting in a schoolyard and yeah, say sorry and they say sorry and they play again. But man, you say one wrong thing about a fucking person, man, they'll cut you off forever, man. Like you yeah. could just post something and have an opinion and motherfucker, I ain't fucking with that motherfucker. I blocked him, did this, did that. Listen, even when I got this, this, this asshole that was up here earlier and he was talking shit, it was like, yo, bro, listen, you know the rules already. You know, if you don't want to fuck with this Friday night shit, don't do it, man. Don't but come if you on were in. Yeah, you would have been better off coming in, showing your face or letting them hear exactly. your voice. Exactly, be a man. You know what I'm saying? Right. Be, being a fucking sucker and he's sitting there running your mouth on the chat trying to endure all this when you were the only one doing it. So, no, this is not the time for that. Like, we, we really trying to vibe. We This is a vibe right here. So this is the vibe that we want to keep up. And that's one thing I want to ask about or the both of you. If you guys just see, well, well, Taylor seen me on the outside looking in, but you know, Nancy met me through Misha. But what would you say is something that you guys look for, that you learned from here? You know, in regards to my channel, like what what is something that you feel that you've that inspired you or adds on to you in the littlest way, where the smallest way that you feel that it's something that we can just keep doing this because i need to know you know what i mean because something that i do so natural i don't i mean i realize the effective and now a lot of brothers is here everybody's you know a lot of people chat shout out to steve topper shout out to sid love shout out to my I man here. The comments, so i don't even know you can't see him right shout out to Earl lewis he just left the five i appreciate i'm hearing people appreciating everything that we're talking about here they feel that the women are being powered they're, they're loving the the, the the zone here um late at night they're still listening what is it that you feel that you've, um, unlike everything going on in the world, what is something that you feel that you pick up here? I I, I feel a sense of, um, oh, yeah, I'll just say this. I feel a sense of camaraderie, definitely, because um, I, I, I fall, I, I, I'm like in the scope of like like other channels with, with black men talking about, you know, um, issues with relationships and other things like that and stuff like that. And um I just noticed that it's more positive here. It's a lot more positive. It's a lot more, you know, it's less, it's, it's less um, about you have to do this. This is this and that is that and all that stuff. There's more gray area because the world is a gray area. Life is a gray area. There's always, there's always um, something that could, is, I just, I have a trouble with like extremely black and white thinkers, which my best friend is a black and white thinker. I have, she, she, I'd be pulling my hair out sometimes with the stuff she, she says, but, um, but cause I, cause I know that life is, life is a whole, the is a whole is a great area. Anything can happen. Anything could be a certain way and it doesn't have to be set in stone. It doesn't have to be rigid. You know, it doesn't have to be, um, stiff, right, right, you know? Right. Um, and, and when people say, when people box you into this set of life rules that you have to follow, otherwise you're screwed, it, it causes a lot of anxiety because that might not be what you, how you really feel you should be on the inside, how you, you know, self-actualization probably has eluded a lot of people because they feel like they have to be in this box, um, of, of set rules, you know? And I feel like to ha to have true enlightenment and to follow the path of you know to be on self actualization, 
you have to know yourself inside and out. You have to not care. You have to be fearless. Um, and that's that's what I'm getting from from you and, and everybody here. That you have to be fearless and you have to stand in your own um, your own authenticity. Wow, that's uh, that's impressive. That's impressive. Where uh, you know what you may give off on one end because you know what your focus is, but the thing you know the. It's it's what's received that I like to always hear. It's like the output and the input, you know. So that's uh, I appreciate you sharing that. I'll continue to just do what I've been doing organically. So, what do you pick up? What do you pick up, Misha? I mean, um, Nancy. Look, you called Misha Nancy. Nancy Misha, get this shit straight. What's my name? What's my name? It's Nancy. Nancy, I'm sorry. That's what Nancy gotta say that shit over and over because then you won't forget. You know what I'm saying? You be slipping like dance, dance, dance. I call I say Nancy. Yeah. Um. You know what I get from the show? It's you know when we first came on the show, it was totally it was different from what it's becoming now. When I joined in with you all, um, when I joined in, it was totally different at the beginning. I find it now, it's, like I said, it's a non-judgmental. I like how it's empowering, especially tonight's show. It enables people to come in and listen to things that are actually going on in the world that people don't realize. People might look good on the outside, but you don't know what damage is done to them on the inside, right? So by doing shows like this, and by you sitting there and like um, she was saying, nobody is pointing, for, well, you must do this. You should do that. No, it's everybody has a listening ear. Everybody is just listening and taking the experience and hopefully going somewhere with it and using it. I just find this platform is amazing because everybody is here to empower everybody and to listen like you're doing a great thing. And your topic is never the same. And it's never something ridiculous or outrageous maybe at the beginning when i first joined in you know we had some some crazy yeah right so (laughs) guys you know what i mean like i was just like holy shit people must have this image of me and it's just like holy shit people have this image that i'm this and i'm that so it's actually nice to have different shows so people see that the other shows that we did that they had a different image of myself michelle Yeah, totally but you, you, you changed that though because I remember the time you said, uh, you was like, Yo, Ned, I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of like you kind of over the dissing people's <laughs> mothers and all that. And you was like, Yo, in the future, just kind of like just block all that shit because I think yeah. you got so you did it so much. It's like you did it so much, you're like, You know what? I'm actually, I don't really want to do that shit now. Like, I'm, yeah, I know I can do it, but it's like, What are we doing here? And I yeah. think that kind of shaped us because, uh, Ever since you said that, we've been trying to work with it. Then we had our epiphany of that one week when you hit me up, and then we did the show with, with uh, Misha at that time, and it went yeah. a little left. And then <laughs> it, it was great. Shout out to Larry Dawson. Hold on, real quick. I want to say your apology is accepted, my brother. Um, it, it's just that we really, really take serious not only just my topics, so I take is all my topics. You blocked earlier? Um, yeah, that's the one I blocked earlier. I'm pretty. So what did he say earlier? I'm still curious to know what he. Cause um, I can't see the comments. It, it was just. Um, I think what it was with me. I don't want to have a situation where people are, especially when the woman Taylor came here with her expression. You came here with your expression. Y'all was on a a roll, and it was like wow. And I'm like, yo, don't fuck this up. So when I seen. 
the comment, not like we got 500 people watching where probably that shit would have been hidden, but I seen it. I think the comment was like, uh, just stop smoking. Some bullshit. And then he put the crying thing. It was, it was, it was some bullshit. But oh, okay. It was some bullshit, but it, what it was is that I didn't want that turning into what we used to do. Well, that's what I'm saying. At the beginning, yeah. it was totally different. You yeah. know what I mean? When I jumped in, I know you all were doing these shows, like these, this pod prior to me joining right. in. But I know the first couple of ones we did were kind of like wild. And I was just like, oh, you know, I would get off at like after and I'd be like, oh, um, I don't know. I don't know about this. Yeah, right. But, um, yeah, it, kind of just, to- it brought on a different image of who we really were. And yeah. I didn't want because people are watching. This is going live. And I don't want people thinking that's who I am because it's not. I'm a mother. I'm a businesswoman. I'm a hard worker. You know what I mean? And those first two shows that I were on, that I was on, was just like, whoa. Even and, I have and, to watch and be like, whoa. And I respect your, I respect you as a as a woman, as a as a partner. I respect you as a friend, and I have the utmost respect for you because you're showing consistency here as well, and that's something that we that we lack these days. And now that I got this, this is a podcast as well. So literally within half hour after I end the show, it goes right up on SoundCloud. It goes up on iHeartRadio. It goes up on Spotify. So I want people to be able to know they listen. They don't even have to watch. They could just listen. You know what I'm saying? And that's the key. So I want people to realize now that yes, you know, so we could get crunk. You know, Nancy talks her shit. I talk my shit. We We've been here. We 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 have shows to prove that. But at the end of the day, we was like, ah, it's just exhausting. Like we tired of turning yeah, up. Well, Robert talks yeah. the real stuff. Let's talk about we real were, stuff. The first two were cool, but it was just like bullshit. And guys, come on with the comments. You know, life is about talking the real shit, so people can learn through it and take it with them and do something with it. Yes. Like you said, there's so many people out there that are going through stuff that needs somebody to talk to. Like Taylor, for instance, she says she only has her one real friend. She really has nobody out there, right? So a show like this is actually, doing something like this is actually great for her because she can jump on and have other people to talk to. Yeah, and they've been- Without judging, without, you know, just talking. Let me tell you, I tell I was telling a friend the other day how important it is. Sometimes you'd be surprised. You could talk to a total stranger and, and be more connected with with some yeah. great information, right? There's somebody that you may feel that's close to you that you don't want to them to know certain personal things. So I believe there's a lot of dudes that cry in the dark. And there's a lot of women that cry in the dark. But if they got to hold that torch and be tough, you know, you're never going to see it if everybody's just going to be making jokes about shit that they really, really want to cry about things Absolutely. too. So let's just stop it. Like, if there's an issue... Like look look at what Nancy said. The key thing, like, oh, uh, she had to basically block her messenger shit for thirsty dudes. So like, you 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 don't think like she had been dealing with this shit all her fucking life? Like, motherfucker just coming at you on Facebook at that. So that means these are people that probably know you since high school. So that shit is corny. Rather than if she had something on her mind or tell her something on her mind, and they're like, yo, you know what? I don't hit I don't hit Nathaniel on a on a DM about a scenario or. But that's the thing. Exactly. Like I'm already past that stage. I'm I'm at the age where like that stuff doesn't stimulate me anymore. Like talk to me. Let's have a conversation. 
Let me get stimulated by you by your your mind. I don't want to sit there. Yes, yes, I know I look good. Yes, I know I have big tits. Let's let's put it out there. Yes, 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 I know that. I don't need to be told. 24 hours a day. I know because I shower every day and I look at the every day. So for everybody out there, I don't need you telling me because I know I'm not blind. You know what I mean? So when these guys are coming out and going in my messenger and saying, no, like come out and say something that I want to hear, something that a real woman wants to hear. I'm past that point where I need somebody to tell me I look good. I don't need anybody to tell me I look good. I know I look good. You need substance. To one person, I don't give a shit. As long as I look good to myself, I'm not here to try to look good for anybody but myself. I don't care to please anybody but myself. Shit is, shit is, it, it gets caught. And that's what it all is here. I think we all can relate to. Like, we need substance. So it's like, it's okay when it's like, yeah, that outer shit that we was probably doing in the early shows, yeah, it's still entertaining. The shows are still, yeah. like, it's still rolling. But I tell you this, it's like, you know that that's in the cap where we done it, but you know that shit is like been there, done that. Like we know what we can do. She knows do it once in a while. Yeah, yeah, once in a while. But it's nice that we're actually having topics now where it's it's stimulating the brain. You have to actually think about what you're gonna say. And with and with learning, like you know, when, when Misha started the show, she she was asking me a scenario. She said. She said she won't get offended. And I, I gave her the answer. She said, oh, I'm offended. I said, what the oh, fuck? Yeah. You just told me you wasn't going to get offended. But, you know, I said, hey, I, you know, that's when you wanted to know that. And I'm going to give you the answer. Well, you, are you speaking for everybody? I said, I could, listen, you asked me the question. I can't speak for everybody, but I could give you a rough view of what the most people may say. I can't say everybody. I said, hey, there's guys out here, man, that don't can't have children that want a woman that got kids already. So they, you know, it's, it's not everybody. It's just, it's, it's, it's just how I, how I think I want people to think the unthinkable, the thing that you normally would think about. I want to talk about it. Like I'll just come up with something just quick. I was talking to, to Misha tonight before I did the show. I'm like, yo, I'm going to do this. And just as it went to a different direction, I changed the title. You see what I'm saying? So like what it changed. Was it supposed to be? the title originally was How Do You Tell If a Man Is Not in the Woman? Oh, okay. Cause I know originally we were gonna talk to you about something about coming to Canada. Right. So it was supposed to do the coming to Canada earlier, but I didn't know what time you was jumping on because uh it was just her. And then I think I picked up an old Canada video that I did in New York with this Canadian woman. Actually, I got a lot of views on that video too. So I was kind of trying to like connect with that. That's why I was trying to promote the woman earlier. That uh -huh. I met here. So then when we, um, then once we got to that different space, I was like, oh shit, I gotta change the title. <laughs> Cause I forgot <laughs> to, what the fuck we were talking about. And yeah. then when Nance joined in and then Taylor joined in, I was like, all right, cool. So we just ran with that. And I, and I think now I got some, and I got brothers here that hit me hit me up in, the, in my DM now, and they actually put, are commenting now. And these are these are critics. So if this shit, this shit is no good, they just ain't going to hit me up. <laughs> but if it's good, they're going to hit me up. But it's nothing negative so far. We're right. okay. Right. No, yeah. it's all good. It's, 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 all, it's real thing because I'm seeing the, the response and the feedback shows a lot of that because yeah. people want to be able to be expressive. We got a lot of personal shit we dealing with, and sometimes you got to let a person know. Maybe you may be doing the overdoing. That's why I tell people I would never tell a person a person's parent was fucked up, even if they was. Yeah, 
I, I won't say. Be able to relate, right? When they're yeah. coming up the show, they can relate to it. And this is why I think we have so many people like suicides going on, depression, all that shit, because people have no one. They can't talk to anybody. You know what I mean? They they can't relate. They feel like everybody is. They're the only ones going through that. You know people, what I mean? People, so people you brought three girls on the show tonight, and all three women that came on tonight have gone through similar things, right? Yes. So we can all relate to it. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of, not even just women, because I'm pretty sure there's men that can relate to the same shit too. I'm pretty sure there's men that, but men, men are harder to talk and express how they feel. But I'm pretty sure there's a lot of men that were raised in the same way that both myself, Taylor, and Misha, the issue is growing up, but they don't want to talk about it, right? So something like this tonight is great because people can relate to it and they're sitting back and they can actually think and say, hey, it's not just me. You know, these people have made it through. They're strong. You know, there's other people that are strong and making it through. I got this. Yeah, I got right. this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So for all we know, we could have we could have helped somebody tonight. We probably did help somebody that's probably listening and being like, holy shit, somebody's yeah, going through this. I believe that because it, yeah. it's so, something, something that we don't think is as common. I think a lot of men now are going to be able to also relate to the fact that like, wow, maybe I need to be more understanding of my mother. Maybe yeah. I need to be more compassionate to my sisters. Yeah. Maybe me, even me, me. <laughs> Need to or be to more Absolutely. Yeah, because you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I gotta think I don't like boyfriends, you know what I'm saying? I don't like sisters' boyfriends, but now I gotta start thinking of you know what? Own. Like I say to my children, I don't have to date your mates, so I don't care who you date. As long as they treat you right, I don't have to like them. As long as you like them, because I'm not laying my <laughs> yeah. head down with them at night. That is a hundred percent. I told, I told one of my sister that one time, and she didn't even know how to deal with that because I was like, "Listen, it don't matter what I feel. Yeah, it matters what you." And it's almost a thing where they're like, "Oh wow, so the test is really on me." Yeah, if you really are happy, then that's, that's all what that matters. matters. That's all that matters. So matter. you 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 want to test a person? There's ways I test people where. Now, let me play some psychology. I'm like, "Listen, are you happy? Yeah, I'm happy because they think I'm going there." I'm like, it's all that, that's all that matters. Like, oh, that's it? Yeah. That's, that's exactly. It. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It don't matter what the fuck. I, think. I mean, if I, if I say your fucking man is a piece of shit and you're happy with him, you're going to call me a hater. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, when you start giving people advice too, like I can say, to, okay, so let's get it all straight now. My children, Thank you, I love all their spouses. My three older children, including my 14-year-old, you know, he has a little girlfriend now, Misha's yeah. daughter. So all four of them, I love their mates. They're, they're oh, so shit. That's, that's your son? Yeah, that's how, oh, we, that's how we met. Yeah. So anyways, um, all four of them, you know, they're all with somebody that treats them good and they treat them well. But um, at the end of the day, I, I don't care. Like, I can't tell you, leave your mates or do. No. You're sleeping with them at night. You have to live with them. That's your problem. Yes, you know what I, I mean? Like, because you know what happens? If we start giving them advice and start saying, leave, 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 and I'm going to hate your mate. You guys are good. like they're all going to live a nice life, and then me and the mate are going to be like there's going to be animosity between us because yeah, of yeah. what was brought in. So my kids can talk to me about whatever problems they have in their relationships. I don't judge them. It's just like whatever. Y'all work well, that, it out. That's, that's why they're able to know that they could come to you though, because they know that you're not well, going. And you know what I always say, Nate? My kids always laugh. I'm like, I got 99 problems, and you bitches ain't one. <laughs> <laughs> 
I ain't stressing over your problems. I got my own problems. Worry about it. I hear that shit. You did it. You tell them that shit too. Like, yes, I have. Like, I will be there for you, but figure out your own issues. Figure out your own relationship issues because I can't give you advice. The only way anybody is ever going to learn with relationships, and we all, I'm pretty sure we all know this, is from experience. Nobody can tell you anything. Nobody can tell you, don't date this person. Don't do that. It's all through experience. Right? So I just say, date who you want to date. Make sure they're not hitting you. Because if they are hitting you, just make sure Mama Bear doesn't find out because you know it's not all there in the... It's, I'm not all up there. So just don't let mama here find out. Please take that into consideration. I just, I just said, listen, I mean, you date who you want to date, but just remember, um, you put me in a position, God forbid the motherfucker do something stupid. So I, think I, about I, your mother, yeah. all the time. It's not yeah, just going to suffer. I'm going after family members. I'm going after everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. That's a true story. That's true. You, you know, know what's funny? I, I that That's one of my things, too. It's like, listen, whatever's going to work is work, but just remember... You know what I'm saying? You put me in a position, God fucking forbid, with my freedom and my life. My kids already know my temper and they know how I am. So my kids kind of just keep it at a at a good level because they know they know what Mama Bear is capable of. Like I when I snap, that is it. They know, they, know, they know Mama Bear is passionate. They know Mama Bear yeah. went through a lot of shit. They know Mama Bear ain't taking no shit. And they know Mama Bear worked hard for her shit. So, you well, know, and that's what I be, say to them all the time. Yeah. I raised you all. I raised you all. I work. I've worked since I was 17 to raise my kids. I've, I've worked. You know what I mean? And even now with my job, I'm on call 24 hours a day. I do board meetings. Only now I'm off work due to my fire. But you know, like I bust my tail. Don't make me bust my tail to go sit in jail. Yeah, that's don't a make fact. me do it. Yeah, don't yeah. make me do it. Now we're gonna have a bigger problem because now you fucked me up because you knew. Yeah. Just be mindful yeah. of your choices. Cool. Listen, do what you do, but be very mindful because yeah. you gotta take into consideration. You got one problem. I'm gonna knock on wood. I've raised great kids. And I say this on every show. Nate, I have five children and so they range from 30 down to 10. And all my children are the most respectable, but I'm very strict with my kids. I'm very on manners. Mannerism is a massive thing to me when it comes to children. Um, I cannot stand people without manners. And my kids already know that. It's always, yes, please, no, thank you. Use your goddamn manners. Um, so with that being said, I, I don't have, I don't ever worry about my kids dating the wrong people because I've raised them right. Mm -hmm. The only oh, one yeah. I'm worrying about is my son because this guy likes to go on motorcycles. He lives on the edge like me. Bikes right. and all that. It's okay for me to do it. I don't want to see none of my kids on bikes. Right, right, right. right, you, know, right, right. you know what's crazy though? Uh -huh. What's cra what's crazy is is like um everybody in my in my um uh, in the town that I I grew up in, I uh, past twelve years old, um like my a lot of people that I know from uh, the local Walmart and, and just people places that I go to, um, and that my mom, my mother might be there with me, or or they just know our, our family. She, um, they literally somebody complimented. They said, "Oh, you you raise such respectful children." You know, I was in yeah. there getting a phone this past year, and and um and then like this, these people that I just know, they say, "Oh, you're so sweet, and you're always polite, and you're always this and stuff like that." And I'm like, "Well, why can't my mom see that?" <laughs> You know? Well, you know what? Once again, 
don't let that negativity get to you. You know, mm -hmm. you already know how she is. It's you're now 23 yeah. years old. And I'm here to tell you as a mother, because you're my daughter's age. My third. Because my daughter just turned 30 today. Wow. So I got a 30 year old. I got a 28 year old and I got a 23 year old and then 14 and 10. So as I would say in my if I were to put my my 23 year old on right now, she would tell you the same thing. She would be like, honey, that's this is my daughter's words. Honey, don't worry about anybody else but yourself, including your mother. And mm -hmm. I say to my kids all the time, who cares what I think? Don't do anything to please me. Don't go to school to please me. Go to school to please yourself. You're the one who's going to have to live with that career, not me. Mm, mm, so don't mm. go to school for me. Go to school for you. Don't become a doctor for me. Don't become a lawyer for me because I don't give a shit what you become. You're the one who has to live with your career choice, not me. Whether you're, whether you're a bum or you're successful. Whether you're a bum, you know, I don't care. Yeah, I raised true. you and whatever road you go down and whatever decision you, you gotta live with it. You have to live with it. If you decide you don't want to have a job, kudos to you, baby. It ain't got nothing to do with me because at the end of the day, I'm gonna wake up at seven, I'm gonna wake up at six, and I'm gonna go to work. That's really I did my part by showing you as a mother and showing you what adults are supposed to do. Now, if you decide you want to go to the opposite of what I've done, that's on you. Once again, knock on wood. All my kids have great jobs. They've mm -hmm. seen me hustle all my life and work all my life. And they want to have that lifestyle that and continue the lifestyle that we've lived. So I've, I've put that into there. I've instilled what life is about to them and what life should be. But at the same time, if, as long as you finish high school, what you do from there is on you. You cannot quit high school like I did and then go back afterwards. No. Once you're finished that high school, where you decide to take it from there, I will support you 100%. What, what happened with you in high school? I got expelled from like two different schools. Oh, shit. You was a little fucking badass. Yes, that's what I was saying to you. Between fighting all the time, like I was bad. I was beyond bad and I'm not proud of it. Like I was right, right. bad. Like, I used to carry inspiring. to school. Sorry? Inspiring. I, I was going to yeah. say, y'all's you, stories and, and everything is just so inspiring. Yeah. Um, and just keep your head yeah. up, though. Don't mm -hmm. don't look for that, that that acceptance from your parents. Don't. You got to stop. The more you look to be accepted by the your parents is the more you're going to be disappointed within yourself. But that's because the same thing. That's the same thing, it's the same thing with anything, right? Right? Because even with YouTube, people be like, "Oh, they just want to get accepted." I said, "Listen, the more and more you concentrate on that shit, nobody gonna pay your channel no mind. When you just start doing what you do." Yeah. And they'll come. So you know that that that's that's really yeah. good advice. That, that is very true. I think uh, from a parent, she made a very good point. She said, "Listen, at the end of the day, you gotta live. You gotta live for you. You yeah. become a bum. That's you. I ain't gotta deal with that shit. And if you fucking making a million dollars, well, shit, even better. You making a million dollars. But yeah. just remember what you choose. I don't think nobody understood that until you broke it. That shout out to everybody that's leaving an incredible comments. I didn't want to lose any." Any um modes or whatever's going on, I appreciate y'all. He said, Nate, I appreciate you. Your show don't have any clickbait talk shows. Yeah, because if you see a woman's face, she really gonna be here. I don't play that shit. But um, yeah, this this is I feel great about this, man. And I think this is the side that we all need to do. You know, give me some substance, man. Stimulate my mind. You know what I'm saying? Give me some energy. Give feed that brain. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm tired of fucking. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, let me tell you another thing. You're 23 years old, right? So the yeah. problem with, with society right now, the problem with how we were raised from back in the days, like how our parents were raised is, you come out of high school and bam, you're automatically at 18 years. So to just say, okay, so my birthday is January 6th, right? So just say I'm 17 right now, January 6th, I'm gonna turn 18. So January, before January 6th, before January 6th, like right now I'm 17 years old. I gotta listen to what my parents say, right? right. All of a yeah. sudden January 6th comes, I'm 18. My parents are like, get out of my house or you're doing this, you're doing that. And you gotta go to college. So a week before I was a child, didn't know what I wanted. All of a sudden now, society says 18, you're an adult. You gotta go to school and you gotta know what you wanna do for the rest of your life. Bullshit. Bullshit. And that's why I don't believe in- That's, pr that's pressure. That's, that's pressure. But that this is, is what I'm This yeah. is why I don't believe in parents forcing their kids to go to college because 18 years old, what the hell do you really know what you want to be by 18? Yeah, a lot of people say, there's people out here still know what the fuck they want to do. Right. But this is with Taylor, like about how she, she was saying earlier, like she's changed her, right. her, her major and her, you know what I mean? Don't worry about that, love. You're going to change it probably another 10 times. Who cares? Keep on changing until you find what you love. Don't stop until you find what you love. It doesn't matter what your parents are saying. Oh, you're so, if your parents or anybody says to you, you're so lost, you know, what is it going to take? And you simply say to them, it will take what it takes. And I'll know when I get there. Don't worry about anybody. Change it another hundred times. Who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah, that, that 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 is a big that's a big big struggle right there that you're mentioning. 18. No, you're still you're 23. You're just becoming an adult. You're 23. You still have so much to learn at 23. Even though you think you know so much now, you know nothing. By the time you get to my age, you're gonna be like, holy shit. I knew nothing at 23. But <laughs> is, is, is she yeah. Do you feel, well, the reward would be from both of y'all where a mother could say, hey, daughter, I'm proud of you. I'm Absolutely. Really that would, right? So it took to my some mother degree, years to say that of me, years. Because prior to me becoming a property manager, oh, I was everywhere. I was a makeup artist. I, was a, I did a mortgage course. I used to do credit recovery. I did hairdressing. I got like so many diplomas and shit. And my mom never acknowledged really much of them. It was always my sister because my sister was like the one in school. I wasn't a school person. I kept on getting kicked out until I became an adult and said, okay, I got to like figure out something. You know what I mean? I got to stop the fighting, stop this bullshit. And I became a hairdresser, started my own business. You know what I mean? I did a dental assistant course. I've done so many damn courses because how do you know what you want to do at 18 years old? How do you know? That's a that's a life testimony right there, man. Just just seeing that you raised <sighs> Nate, I'll tell you this. My my daughter, we brought this up the other day. So I my children's father, the first, they he was like, No, you gotta do something. You know, he was a firm believer, gotta do something. He was a fashion designer and I used to sew with him. So, anyways, I said, Okay, I'm gonna go do a dental assistant course. Well, the teacher there was Portuguese also, and we were like oil and water. So one day I 
Okay, so I said I only got kicked out of high school. So let's let's forward it now because I also forgot I got kicked out of college. So <laughs> I was doing the dental assisting course, right. and I had my two older children at the time. And one of my classmates had told me that something that the teacher said, whatnot. Mind you now, I'm still only 19. So I'm 19 years old, and I still don't know where the hell my life is going. I know I'm working, but I don't and, know where. And a mother on top of that. Right. So I'm doing a dental assistant course that I hate. And I was only doing it because of my ex to, 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 to do something to say, okay, yeah, I have some kind of career. Anyways, I took my two children and went to the school and grabbed this teacher and tried to throw her out the eighth floor window. God damn. Violet. Yeah. Yeah. Got kicked out of that college. You know, but it's like 19 years old. You know what I mean? You don't know what you want to do. Right. Yeah, it's it. Yeah, it's. I feel nowadays young people are just forced, and this is why there's so many people with anger issues because they're being forced to do things they don't want to do. You're being forced to be adults. Your parents right. or, 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 or on top of it, they just don't like anything that they are doing. Yeah, and I always say keep it going. Like so many people say to me, "Oh my God, you have so much stuff." Because if you look in my house, I have like so much jewelry stuff, so much sewing stuff, art stuff. Yeah. I'm a jack of all trades and I do printing. I make t-shirts. Yeah. Big deal. Yes. Keep it going until you find your niche. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I do 10,000 things. You look around my room. It's like everywhere, but that's just the way it is. But nowadays. I'm, I'm, I'm a jack of all trades too. I used to always feel that sometimes being a jack of all trades, do we spread ourselves thin? Because what are we really good at versus where we're good at versus. We're, we're good, good at everything. We're good at everything. I have a hot dog card. I sell street meat. I don't care. I'm good at it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how to you know how to hustle no matter what. If one thing fails, I have another. You see, I'm the management. I've been off work due to my fire. No skin off my back. I've been making my t-shirts. I've been making whatever, and I'm still making my money. Fire. Still making my money. The end of the oh. day, a fire is not going to stop me. You know what I mean? I'm back in my place now. Even really? though I'm in the church, like tonight. Fire. Fire, yeah. Twice. Actually, three times in three in two years. Because I this is the second house fire. And then last year, my daughter took my truck home. And it blew up in her garage of her building. God. Yeah. Wow. I'll never forget. And they fined me $5,000. Yeah. So Wait, because fires. of a, because of the truck blew up? Yeah, because so now what happens is, and I know this because as a property manager, so what they have to do now is they have to get a company to come in and you have to get the the garage cleaned. It's called the uh, sweeping of the garage. A year Man. and a half later, you go to the building and you can still smell the fire. You live in the properties that you manage? No, no, hell no. That would be good. No, no, no. <laughs> No, it wouldn't be. So where I'm living right now, they tried to get me to manage it. Right. Um, they came to me because everybody comes to me because they know I'm I'm like a property manager. Right. So the word got around um from the first fire. They were trying to screw with me. So, anyways, for three weeks they were punking me off, and I'm like, Oh, I'm gonna fix these guys. So I went to work. I took three weeks off the first fire and went back to work. And I sent them an email from my work email, and they saw my signature where it showed. Nancy, my last name, senior property manager. Within like the same day, it was a whole different melody. 
Yeah, because they've seen that fucking title. That's right. So then they don't like me here, so they wouldn't give me the position here because I speak for everybody on behalf of everybody here. Anytime somebody has an issue, they come knocking on my door. How many how many properties as far as like as far as the amount of families? That I manage? Yeah. I was managing 13 sites. Damn. Which is like 13 sites, you're looking at some of them have like 400 units. So, you know, seven, 800 units at one time you're managing. Shit. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 hold on, back up. So it's not 13, 13 sites, not 13. No, uh, 13 sites. 13 properties. sites, so that's a lot of fucking damn. 13 properties, yeah. And then it went down to like nine. Like I went to all the properties that were, anyways, it's funny how I became a property manager. So a good friend of mine used to work in a company and she said to me one day, so what happened was at the time, one of the coworkers, Sandy, got stabbed by a resident. He had mental issues and he stabbed her and chased her across the parking lot and she had to hide in the, inside the gym. Anyway, she was put in a coma and had to do like reconstructive, uh, reconstructive, sorry, reconstructive surgery. 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 Mm -hmm. So anyways, none of the other property managers wants to go to that site and it's in a bad area of Toronto. So I got a phone call one day from a friend of mine and she said to me, Nancy, I need you. I'm like, for what? She's like, I need you on a site. None of my property managers want to go there. And she explained the situation. I'm like, so I must go endanger my life. So anyways, because she knows I can handle myself and she knows I'm such a bitch when it comes to like a backbone. I went knowing nothing about management, nothing. I knew nothing about HVACs. These people were talking to me like gibberish. But all they needed was a backbone for somebody to like be able to stand their grounds, right? Right. So I, I managed that first site. And then it came to there was an explosion, a suicide. This guy tried to blow up his house, suicide bomb. He put a bomb in, tried to blow up his house, killed off his wife, put himself in the hospital, and ended up blowing up like 13 windows of one condo across the street. Damn. So now they needed me at another site because. So this is a news type Sorry? Was this on the news out there? Yeah, it was everywhere. So I went to that site. And let me tell you this. This industry is a job. I've been attacked like four different times by guys. Physically? Ab physically, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. with all those all those units, you're definitely going to be dealing with a sick motherfucker. Oh, yeah. I'll never forget. I, You know what? And I used to die with this one guy. Like, So I called him my camel toe. Um, a little Asian guy. I would go there and he didn't, he didn't like the shit I was saying to him and he would come up with his little undo, like his boxers on and his apron and I'd be like, your camel toe, look at you. My camel toe is bigger than yours. Go back in your unit. And let me, he attacked me one day over that. It was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. So, you know, and now like I found, like I became the property manager. I've been doing it now for like seven years. I don't want to do it anymore. So now do you feel the hustle in you or the expansion of you wanting to do more because you just know you can do more? Like, been there, done that, you want to go to the next thing? Or yeah, it's, it's, it's boring. Just now, it's just not knowing, do you feel that even in life now, even even when you get older, you still don't know what the fuck you want to do? I have a friend of mine that was a nurse, and she wanted her dream job was to work in labor and delivery. She got it, worked there for four years. She moved fired from another job because it was different rules and shit. Whatever it is, her dream job became she doesn't want to do work in the hospital no more. Yeah, see, it's it's. I, I'm over it now. It was exciting at the beginning for me. Right. You know what I mean? It was exciting. I accomplished it. I got my 
my diploma, like whatever you want to call it, your diploma, they call it a license. I got my license in property management. You know, I'm over it now. I'm not one to work for anybody. I like to work for myself. So, I've always owned my own businesses. You know what I mean? I've never, I've done the mortgages. I've done their credit recovery, but I've always worked for myself. Whether it's making jewelry, like I said, I have a hot dog cart. Um, I do printing. You know what I mean? I've always worked for myself. I've never, I'm not one to really work. I don't like people telling me what to do. That well, doesn't that, go very well with me. That shows a lot too, because you were able to still raise five kids with this. Absolutely. And buy like five, no, four. One, two, four houses on my own. You know what I mean? I've done it on my own. I've been there, done that. And I think that's why my kids have such a drive because they've seen Mama Bear do it by herself. I'm there. Do you guys have social security uh, numbers or how do you guys? Yeah, no social insurance. Social insurance? Yeah. So what about when you check somebody's credit history? How do you do that? So we have two different, um, we have a, tra it's called TransUnion and Equifax. So the same thing. So we, they check it through your social security number? Absolutely, yeah. Wait, you have social security numbers in Canada as well? Yeah, they're called social insurance. That's what the number's called? Yeah, social insurance number, and they're nine digits. Oh, shit. Oh, shit, that's yeah. crazy. So when we do it, we look it up through. It even Same thing, because we have TransUnion, same shit. TransUnion and Equifax, yeah, those are the two main, those are the only two. But we have three. Oh, who else do you have? TransUnion, Equifax, and fuck, forgot the third one. Somebody's gonna tell me it. I was working in Buffalo for a little while doing credit recovery. A good friend of mine owned a company out there. In New York. So you guys were yeah. working together even when he was in Canada? Yeah, like yeah, and it's different out in the states because out here, y'all can like, y'all the states is serious. Because they can like garnish, they can put shit on your credit that you can't do out here. You can't, can't garnish people's wages. No, you can't do all that shit out here. Can't, doesn't work like that. So when we were collecting out there, you collect like, it's not a joke in the States. Out here, it's whatever. Claim bankruptcy, start over. They call you, you know, the collection agencies will call you and you're just like, what, what are you calling me for? Like, what's up? But here, they could, the credit card companies here could destroy you forever. Yeah, yeah. Here it just destroys your credit, but people claim bankruptcy and start over again. Do you, did you ever want to move to the United States? Not, mm, Miami. Um, I'm going, when I retire, it's going to be in Jamaica. Oh, shit. I used to sell jewelry in Jamaica. I used to make jewelry and sell it out there to the locals. Oh, you make a killing out there. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. So I used to sell it to the locals, and the locals used to sell it to the tourists. To the tourists, right, right. I used to sell, yeah, I used to be in Ochi. Oh, in Ochi Rios. Get out of here. Yeah. You was out there like that? Yeah. We had a villa. Yeah. My ex, my, ex, my first ex, um, he lives in Jamaica, so he has his house, his business, everything there. So that's why we mission him trying to get this big trip to Jamaica. Yeah, I already said my, my ex has his, he has places out there he rents. He has villas. Oh, God. Don't tell me that. He has like seven bedroom houses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you used to stay out there for like weeks and shit or just days? Yeah, because I used to sell the jewelry. So. Yeah, that's big out there. That's where I'm going to retire. Like I'm going to build my house out there. Oh, shit. I'm going to okay. build a house and retire out there. Yeah. So this is a good connect for all of us. We all going to be yeah. chilling. 
<laughs> a friend of mine actually just moved out there three years ago. She picked up from Toronto and just left. Well, Toronto, though, there's a big West Indian culture up there as well, right? Oh, absolutely. It's right. huge. Yeah, huge. Yeah. So, huge. I mean, there's nothing for you to go into a Jamaican party and be, like, one of the most fair-skinned women in there. No, you know what, though? For me, it's 30 years of it, right? So it's... Nah, I, used to I don't even... Yeah, I'm, I'm Portuguese, but I don't really... I mess more with... I know more of the Jamaican culture than I do of the Portuguese culture. I could, I could, I could see that. Yeah, I can see that. I can you see. You know, that. my kids, like my ex, right? Like, it, it's I don't know. I know I, my mom. My mom is Portuguese. She can give them the Portuguese culture. Right. So you know so what have I mean. You, like, have you ever went back home? Well, yes, home? I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And you speak Portuguese and all that? Fluently. Oh shit! I I can't write it, but I can um I can read it. But I'm the only one. So my sister doesn't speak it fluently right. and my brother didn't speak it. It's funny, right before my brother was dying, like a couple of months before, he became like almost fluent in the Portuguese. It was so weird. Wow, just catching on. Yeah, it was so weird. But I'm the only one that was fluent. But that goes back to now, right. the conversation of what this topic was about, why I'm fluent in the Portuguese. Because of how my parents were with me, I was raised with my grandparents. I, I ran to my grandparents. You was? I my grandma was my life. I loved her more than I loved any of my parents. I tell my mom that all the time. I don't care. I don't care. When I got pregnant, my grandma was the first one I ran to, even though I knew she was racist. That day she didn't even know what racism was anymore. When she seen that. It, it was like whatever. So when you were pregnant, seventeen. Seventeen, yeah. She she didn't even see no color. She didn't even care because I was a love. Of, she was the love of my life, and I was the love of hers. Like it, she was my everything. You don't think your mother was probably jealous of that? I don't care. That's her problem. Mm. She treated me wrong. Mm. They did not like me. I don't care. So who taught you? Who taught you how to love a man? I taught myself how to love. Whoa! Wow. And my grandma. My grandma had the utmost love for me, but I had to teach myself how to love. And even for the longest time, I didn't love myself. I'll be the first one to admit that. You? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. It's only as I get, got older and, and, you know, but no, there was a time where even like, so I wasn't like physically abused, but there was a point where I was mentally abused in a relationship. Well, hey, like that's just worse than physical. Yeah, well, yeah, it's worse. Um, I, I was doing modeling and I quit modeling because of my first ex. Like the shit he would say to me was unbelievable sometimes. And I'd just be like, I started to believe it myself. Because he actually said the shit. Yeah, and I'm like, this man was supposed to love me and he's saying this shit. So I absolutely like, I gave up, I gave up modeling. I gave up a contract. I was supposed to go to Japan. I said earlier, um, I had a, co a contract to go to Japan and I gave it up because I had my daughter at the time. I had just had her. So I gave up the, I gave it up. To raise my daughter, raise my kids, yeah. But it's all good. It was the right choice. You know what I mean? I love my kids. I wouldn't have changed it for the world. They didn't ask to be here, so therefore I have to do the best I can. So you can't, but that's 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 where your strength is just so impeccable right now. Mm -hmm. it's, just, it's just crazy because, you know, we, I think, I think a lot of people are going to get a different impression on 
I think the multiple children have a, has a bad stigma today than it did 50, 60 years ago. You know what I mean? Like how we talked mm -hmm. about the parents and the grandparents and stuff because, you know, the father was there and he was just the one working. Yeah. But what point did you feel that it just got to be negative when five kids is way less than 13? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it was common for them back in the 40s. It was, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, only so. over the years because they say it's so expensive. Kids are not expensive. They're only expensive if you make it expensive. Right, right. Because I, if you live within your means, it's not expensive to raise kids. Yeah, but I, I believe that. I believe that. Yeah, absolutely. You it's know, expensive it's, when you're not living in, in your means, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you know, true. you got to teach these kids. Like, you can't. I got, no. I got dudes that was telling me, you know how many people out here bought that PS5? And I know some people that paid $1,500, $2,000 for that I shit. I bought it. I bought it for my son <laughs> off a of kid. I don't care. I paid $850, but whatever. I can afford it. No big deal. I didn't put myself out. I'm not going to go without eating. Like, You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but you can afford to do it, though. Yeah, I'm a victim. I paid $850. Bucks. Oh, well, you didn't get hit as bad as the motherfuckers that paid two. Yeah, yeah. But, you know... I wouldn't do it if I couldn't afford it. Right, right, right. Okay. You know I, mean? I wouldn't put myself out. You're not going to be I like saying, I paid 850 I'm going to be fucked yeah, up for no. the next couple of no. months. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. No, no, no. Anything I do, and my kids know we live within our means. My kids live very comfortable. They live very well. But I always live within my means. And I always say to my kids, I'm not a name brand girl. I don't care. If you don't like me because I'm not wearing name brand, you need to keep on walking and keep on stepping. Shit is so name brand doesn't make me. I make the clothes. The clothes doesn't make me. Yeah, that shit is whack. I mean, this is like even when we had the conversation. Remember we had a show and that's the one that kind of like everybody was getting upset because you were talking about a man don't want a woman with kids and like and guys were commenting shit. You know, that one I feel I like I bring a lot to the table. Not only to a man, but to myself. So when I meet somebody and I explain to them I have five children, by the time we talk some more, it becomes a whole different thing. Like even my ex, we're not going to lie. We were 19 years apart. He was 19 years younger than me. Yeah, but he, he probably he probably met you and probably you was one of the most realest women he probably encountered in his life. what I'm saying. So when we have that conversation and saying that men don't want women with children, it's totally, it depends what kind of women these men are meeting, right? Right. Like, well, it was, it, it was a desire. I, I, I think, I think that, I think the negative stigma causes it to be less desirable because of the negative stigma. I think if, if it was a thing that was put down where, what? Well, if somebody had challenged me, said, "Well, Nate, well, what are you saying? All men don't want a woman with children." And listen, now you say you generalize. Say, so tell me, if there's any man that do want a woman with children, what kind of guy would he be? So you you would have to either make a joke out of it or you're going to be a real answer. The joke could be mm -hmm. he would be drunk or the, the, the real shit would be, well, maybe he doesn't have kids of his own and he can't have children. So he mm -hmm. would want a woman that has kids. I think what was happening is it's hard for me to have these conversations because usually people take it wrong because it's like well damn me if you can't be yourself we want to hear we want to hear you being you so if you if, if if i'm able to say what i say then you know the, the response is going to be oh shit. yeah no but, but i agree with you 100 you know like a man is not going to want most men are gonna are not going to want a woman with a whole bunch of kids because when it comes with a whole bunch of children it does come a headache i don't come with a headache 
because my children were raised right and very respectful. I could see a guy that may date you and may say, you know, in all the fucking years, I would have never thought I would have ever been with a woman with kids. And yo, this chick, I could, you know what I mean? You would be that exception to a rule because it's it's proven. Like, yeah, you would be the, the exception where it would be, well, if there was the small percent, you would be the small percent. Yeah. That small percent could still inspire people where it's like, all right, well, if a person is just going to meet, a girl's going to meet a guy, she's like, she's not dealing with a guy that makes under $100,000. It's like, listen, don't do that. That's bullshit. You could you could date a fucking yeah. dude that's making $20,000 a year and lives in his means and treat you way better than the fucking that's dude. That's all that matters. Money right. ain't shit. I don't that's need a money. I make my own money, and I make enough money to take care of myself, my children, and him if I had to. Yeah, but you're not high. That's the thing, too. You mentioned you're not high maintenance. You don't, you don't live life to be no. In, in name brands and shit like that, I feel that I feel that I, I feel the biggest risk beyond children, quiet is kept to me, is how heavy a person is on social media. Meaning, like, yeah. if they're driven by social media to the point where they don't see it's whack, like if you say that you know how people you got to block this one, I can listen to key elements of you where I could say it doesn't shape you as a person. So that would be more of a thing like, all right, fuck it, she's on it. But then I think that if everybody just stresses everybody for how many kids a person got, what this person does, how old this person, I'm like, yo, watch the key factor. Like, what does social media mean to you? You know what I mean? Because that's yeah. fucking fuck you up mentally and destroy your Absolutely. brain. And I find a lot of women nowadays too, they go to social media for attention and you know what I mean? For what they're lacking in their life. So they, they need all that attention. I um I really don't care for attention. I it, it's not I really don't care. I'm so over it, you know, it's not a big deal to me if if somebody what I get upset about the social media thing is I see people getting caught in their feelings. Oh, you don't comment on my page, you don't like none of my shit. I don't care who comments on my page, I don't care who likes my shit. I don't care for you to like my pictures. I put my pictures up because I want they to put my pictures up. Actually, they yeah. actually say this. Jesus Christ. You, yeah, they do. You know, and I'm like, if you don't want to like my pictures, move on. I'm not here. I don't look to read my, I don't read my comments. I don't look to see who liked my shit. And people are like, oh, I've been commenting on your stuff and you're, oh, you have? Sorry, I don't look at that. I'm, I'm not a tech savvy person. I don't care for social media. I'm in my house. I'm making shit. I'm I trying know you to know because you, you, your Instagram could be bigger than it is if you was really on top of it. I couldn't care less for it. You don't care about it, so it's like I whatever. don't care less for it. I'm not it. saying, you know fellas, her Instagram is weak. She got beautiful pictures on there. Her fucking pictures is dope. But yeah, but it's no big deal to me. I think she just did it just to do it. It's like yeah. you know what I mean, my daughter, daughter on the other hand, your daughter, my daughter makes money on Instagram. She's an Instagram, like she has like two over 200,000 followers, right? Okay, so she's, so a, she's, she's like a, an Instagram model. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's yeah, making yeah. great money on it. Um, and no, fellas, you can't, have a, you can't have a channel that's a conflict of interest. <laughs> yeah, but you know, yeah, exactly, right? But no, I, if it's not, I don't, that stuff doesn't, it's just not me. I'm not on social media a lot. I'd rather sit down and do something productive that's going to make me money. Could you get off social media if it was presented to you? Like, yeah, fuck it, I'll take all of my shit now. 110,000%. The only reason I have Facebook is because of Marketplace. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. That marketplace. I sell stuff on Marketplace. Either than that, I don't care. 
I, I really don't. If somebody goes on my page right now, I barely post anything. I rarely post anything. And don't be trying to go on on Instagram and get for a date because that's the shit that's going to turn them off. Yeah, I just, I'm not that social media kind of girl. You know what? Like if somebody wants to come in, in one of my, in my DM and, and give a nice comment or say something nice, cool. I respect that and I'll hold a conversation. Right. It's when somebody comes out there with this bullshit. I'm like, what? Are you being serious right now? And my comment to them is, do I look like a fucking hoe? No. No, no. no. Like, I, 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 and if I, I look like a hoe, my apologies. We got to remember, I told you. You got to remember, they see long hair, big titties, you know. That's all they think. They probably you know just watched the porn. And, you know, they probably seen a porn and seen a girl that looked like you. They're like, that oh, look, Exactly. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you the funny thing. When I go out with my friends, right? So when I go out with my friends, I'm always the one that's always dressed up, low-cut shirts, tight yeah. pants. Looking cute, right? Like the one that's you feeling what you feel, right? I dress provocative. Yes. I dress very sexy. And the other ones might dress a bit more conservative, right? So the funny thing is, I'm the freaking calm one that sits in a corner while my friends are going buck wild. Right, right. And everybody thinks I'm the buck wild one. Right. Because of how I do. Right. But I'm the calm one. Well, I noticed that with you because it'll be the conservative one to she probably be, <laughs> yeah. be the conservative yeah. one in the crew. She yeah. don't want to go home and fucking do a threesome yeah. with two dudes. Right? 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 I'm not, you know what? I, I don't feel the need to have to be promiscuous. I don't feel the need to have to, because at the end of the day, I know my worth. I know I'm good looking. Not to be cocky, but uh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm confident within myself. Because this shit is, this is some shit that has, <clears throat> this is a big topic here. Yeah, and I know yeah. what my... I know what I'm worth and I know what my body is worth. And that's what I explain to my children. You don't have to be flinging it everywhere and sleeping with people to show what you're worth. I am a queen and I treat my body like a queen. I always tell everybody that my parts are made of platinum. I don't care whether anybody likes it. I'm platinum. See, that's what I'm talking about. That is, motherfucker go tell you that her shit is platinum. God, see, y'all got to get your motherfucking damn insecure. Whether I've slept with somebody and they're telling me I'm not platinum, that's your problem. I'm platinum to me. I don't care what anybody thinks what I am. I know what I am to myself. So therefore, I don't feel the need to like have 150 different guys around me. I don't feel the need to like look for attention or seek it. I don't care. But don't, don't you believe care. under all this sexiness that there lies this woman where it's like, like you're the girl that a, a, a woman, a guy can meet. And he may meet you, let's say, on the corner of 34th Street and 7th Avenue in Midtown. And he might like, yeah, me and this chick, I'm going to try to fuck with her tonight. And next thing you know, he may be talking to you to wee hours in the morning at a coffee shop. Like, yo, this motherfucker is cool as fuck. I like her. Do, mm -hmm. do you feel that that's the, the, the caption that's probably presented? And then once a person really gets to know you, like, do you think that's a hook that you have that you know that once people get to know you because you're Yeah, 110% because I can hold down a conversation. And I'm really real. Like, I'm real. I don't do yeah, no I fake. I met a girl like that, by the way. See, I met a girl like that years ago. Oh, see, I say it as it is. Man. I don't care about hurting your feelings. That's your problem. Suck it up, buttercup. Mm. No, no, would, you tell a guy, would you tell a guy his breath stinks? 100%. <laughs> 100%. How would you tell a dude his breath stinks if he didn't even talk about his breath stinking? How would you say? How, what would you say? You guys in the conversation, you know what I mean? You're kicking it. 
you know. I'd be like, no offense, but your mouth doesn't smell too healthy right now. I've done Ooh. it before, Nate. Okay, I respect that. Because you know what it is? A lot of people have a hard time telling the truth. We're talking about No, this. I don't give a shit. Just like I would want somebody to tell me the truth. Yeah, see, I, I, I think now, the, the truth, if a person doesn't like the truth as a woman, and the man was sincere, even if he was sincere, she took it the wrong way. It's the truth. You got to respect That's that. That's her problem. She needs to go fix herself. Mm. Even my friends, like if my friends, when we're going out and my friends are, I'm like, oh, hell no, where are you going? You're not going anywhere looking like that because you're going to cause a fight tonight. And I'm the <laughs> one who can get involved. Get your ass back inside. You don't look cute. That is true. Well, how does no, she look? You don't look cute. Your hair doesn't look like that. Huh? If she looks fucked up, or the, the dress is too short. No, if she looks if okay. If somebody is wearing something that doesn't complement their body, oh, hot mess, hot mess. They yeah, should not it. be wearing it. That's true. That's true. Some women are a size twelve and they want to be a size two. No, sweetheart, face no, reality of what you are. My boy does like one of my friends. He got like a a, a, a girl butt. And I know that's a big issue. I'm like, nah, bro, don't wear that. You know what I'm saying? Like, women don't like yeah. to see no motherfucker with no big ass. Yeah, come correct. Yeah, so that that's that's something. I think I think the I think the truth is necessary, but it's something that people have to adjust to learning how to take. And I think that's a big deal. That's why this game is so fucked up out here when it comes to meetings. I feel me personally, the key to my heart is long conversations. Absolutely, because that's how the ball that's you're going to get to know somebody. You can't be no fucking shitty cook, but you got a good conversation with me, you cook. Oh, man, I'm fucked up. It's over, yeah. You'd be like, yeah, motherfucker, what you said about them six kids now, I'll be that guy. They'd be like, hold the fuck, we talked all that shit on YouTube about kids, and I got seven in the motherfuckers. You don't even want to leave my house. I'm like, you better shut your damn mouth. Tell nobody about this shit. (laughs) But this is usually, that's the challenge that I feel that a lot of people need. They don't get But this that. is the problem nowadays. Women nowadays, and even men, a woman thinks because she looks good, she doesn't have to have a conversation because it's all about what she looks like. Go on Instagram. Everybody is an Instagram model. Yeah, it's true. Right? So they feel they don't have to hold down a conversation. My ex is, um, he's he's a reggae artist, right? So he would have women sending him stuff all the time on his page saying, hey, 20 bucks and I can do a twerk video for you. Bitch, Damn, shit. go freaking wash your underwear. Go wash your panties by hand. Go learn how to do it. Go they learn was, how to do something. Sorry? They were requesting that? That's, that's a shit. No, they would say to him, like, I can, for 20 bucks, I'll do a twerk promo for you. Oh, Because shit. that's what women are like, that's what it's come to now. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, like, they, go they, learn to cook. Go learn to clean. Go learn to do something productive. Go learn to make real money. Yeah, yeah. Nah, go learn to make money that you can say to your children, this is how I made money. What are you going to say to your daughter? Mama, yeah, it, 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 just say, yo, what was you talking about, man? Like, what? $20, man. Yo, go get a fucking life. What was he yeah. saying back? I mean, I'm going to hear what this boyfriend said, because I don't well, know. He you... wouldn't, well, to that, he wouldn't respond. Like, well, okay. hold on a minute. Let me correct that. <laughs> <laughs> on his comments, he would not he would not say anything. Now I don't know what he would inbox them because okay. he inbox some some crazy shit that Nancy, I found out. Nancy knows me enough; she knew I was going. And she how slick she is. She fucking went for that quick. Yeah. She like, I'd be like, hold the fuck up, hold the ain't no way in the world, motherfucker. But yeah, you she had no audacity to tell me. He was caught sending some shit to some girls on. He was. 
another thirsty one like the thirsty ones out there. Right? Like all men, right? They get caught by the beauty. It's one thing to be caught by beauty because I can, when we were out on the street, I'd be like, God damn, look at that one's ass. Like, no, you got to turn around and look at it. She looks good. Ooh, yeah. I would admire beauty. And I would make him admire the beauty with me. You got to know where to cross that line. Just like I can, when I see a good looking guy on the street, I can look at him, but no, that's where it stays. Yeah, but guys don't like that shit. Like, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I wish I could fucking suck his dick right now. He'd be like, fuck you, you talking about, bitch? But then you he, you could go tell him, look at her body. She got a nice body and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We can't handle that shit. Man. And I know you spoke about that before, saying that that's cheating. For me, that's not cheating. I, I don't, like, for me, when my man looks at another woman and appreciates another woman, because you know what? I understand we're in a relationship, but at the same time, you still have goddamn eyes. I expect you to... Look at beauty around you. Let's see. Well, see you. 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 What they call an unrare type of cool. Because any man to have a woman and say that shouldn't be cool with that. That's just why would you? There ain't even no cheating at that point because she approving shit. So fuck it. What you want to do with it? You want it too? I want it. Let's go get it together. Right. I mean, that's the only time I probably won't step out on a woman. That'll just be dumb. It just makes no sense. Like the point, of, the point of cheating is fun, right? Like, all right, fuck it. You know, she's not going to be with it, so let me do it. She's with it, so why? You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. now you busted with a chick. She's like, hold the fuck up. We just had a threesome like twice the last two weeks. Yeah, like what's up? Yeah, Stupid motherfucker. Like, it's you like, deserve- why wouldn't you have just brought her into the freaking picture? <laughs> yeah, woman comes to me, oh man, you know, he cheated. I'm like, would you do a threesome? Hell, fucking no. I'm like, well, shit. Well, you know, give him another chance. He motherfucker deserved to do yeah. it. Yeah. Cause I'm serious with that. Cause I mean, I'm not listening. I I know I, I know I got some shit with me, but I ain't cheating on a woman in dust reasons. Fuck that. I could be loyal to you because I'm gonna be like, listen, uh, what you want to do? <laughs> Fuck with this. Yeah, I mean, let's go get it. All right, good. Cause at least I could say, listen, you know everything I did. I told you. T Pain and his wife do it all the time. Who? T Pain. Damn. Oh yeah, yes, 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 yes. But there's rules to that. There's yeah. rules to it, like. I don't know, like everybody else, but there's like I have the same rules too. It's like, like T Pain's wife, she has to choose a person. T Pain can never come forth with anybody. That's normally the rule of the game, right? Hey, the woman always has to do the fuck would complain about that? I'm, 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 that's like that's it. That's like somebody telling you. That's like somebody giving you the layout of a job, and you're like, you're just worried about what? Like, I'm going to be the best fucking employee you ever had in your life. So you're telling me that. Um, you just got well, Nate. This is one condition. I'm like, what? What? I can only pick the girls you can. <laughs> no, they no cool. <laughs> and you live all the way in California, and I live in New York. I'm like, listen, I won't ever fucking again. You you choosing them when you come here? When I come to California, that'd be the greatest fucking long distance relationship we ever had in our life. I'll talk to you every day on Facetime. You'll never ever see me with another one. <laughs> Exactly. Let me get this guy. Sorry, I'm gonna comment here. Yeah, I got one dick out of here. One asshole. I took a long time, man. Well, I can't believe it. I didn't even see it. Yeah, yeah. It was some dickhead. I, he he wanted he wanted a little attention. I guess whatever it is, you know, he's probably sitting home watching porn her for the poor last four hours and just no, can't he probably doesn't that. even have internet. Can't afford it, so he can't even watch that. <laughs> <laughs> so he's coming on here for entertainment. <laughs> well, I'm come here at the What's table. your thought on open marriage? Hmm. Uh, Moving wants to know what's your thought on open marriage. Well, 
Nate, who's going first? Go ahead, baby. Uh, my thoughts on open marriage, she just got to be really open to me and I could be open with her. And I don't know if she's going to be open the way that I can be open. But if she could be open with me, I could be open with her. And that means, listen, I give one condition. I don't want to see you fucking a dude and you ain't got to see me fucking a girl. You know what I mean? But other than that, no fucking problem. I don't care if I have to rattle the block or see you on a date. I'll beep the horn, beep beep, and keep it pushing. But in a weird fucking way, yes. You know what I'm saying? If it's an open marriage, it's under that condition. If it's not, then I just can't do it. Well, then why be married? I mean... Listen, if if it's gonna be an open marriage, right? If it's gonna so be then why get married? Maybe maybe she wants to do it for you know. Maybe it's a thing of. I don't know. I think it's. I think it's a. It's a good question. I think that with being in an open marriage, it kind of gives it more of a. A weird, strange, spice. It's kind of like asking a person. How about go to a swingers club? Butter on a swinger clubs are cool, but. You still got to have your married couple or girlfriend to do that. No, you don't. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on. A lot of those swingers are married. I know that. Yeah. But you don't have to be in an open like open relationship. Like, I, I just don't see the the purpose of being in an open relationship. Like, if you're going to be... Or to in be a, a single swinger, you have to go into a club. If, if you're... My boy is a swinger, right? I think y'all, he jumped on the show one time and Misha was teasing me. He, he got off though. He was dissing him. But he's a swinger. He's a single swinger, meaning he gets requested from the right. husband. Yeah. Um, me personally, well, I can't marry two different women. So let's just say in a, in a, in a world, fictitious world, if I was thinking that, but let's just say an open relationship for me. Because realistically... <laughs> <laughs> Every could, man is in an open relationship. Uh, open, right. Well, an open relationship. They all go out and, yeah. You're like, yo, listen, you, you, I, I'm gonna fuck some guys. You're gonna fuck some girls. I'm cool with that. I think the relate. I think the marriage part of it. Um, on a swingers tip and watching somebody screw my wife and you know, all, probably ain't with all that. But if it's gonna be, if I was to accept an open marriage, it would have to be under these conditions. But I probably see me be more open to an open relationship versus open marriage. See, not even me. I couldn't. You couldn't handle that? No. Come on, man. How the hell are you no. going to handle seeing your man? I love that, though. I love that shit. See, see that's, the, that's the conditions that makes this shit so confusing. Man. I love watching my man with somebody else, but on my terms. Like, I got to know what's going on. I got to see it. That excites well, me. Well, see how you mentioned it? Your terms. Same thing with my, my terms. Like in certain ways, I see that's the thing. A woman a question a guy's terms, and guys don't know how to tell a woman that's the way it has to be done. If I tell a motherfucker, I like this position. No, if you can't do this position here, if you can't look this certain way, if you can't wear certain fucking things on your feet, I can't be with you. I have to see this. It's imperative. Well, I like to wear what I like to wear. Well, good night. Have a good fucking day. This is it. You know what I mean? That's cool. You can like what the fuck you like, but you're not going to like it over here. And that's how it's very, that's the demand I have where it has to be my way on that level. In other words, you have your conditions. You see how you can say, well, we can do threesomes, but I ain't trying to fucking be married and do that. You know what I mean? But that's what you, that's, you know what's going to work for you. You know what's not. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know yeah, what's going to work. So there's, there's certain weird, freaky shit that people 
are into, and I, I believe women struggle with it the most because they almost can't even tell society what the fuck they like unless it's hidden, especially in these damn sex clubs. You would never, if anybody ever experienced that, i tell you right now, you haven't seen nothing yet until you walk into a sex club. Crazy, yeah. Crazy. It's a whole different level of, I believe women are into like that lifestyle because it's like society covers them so much in one face of that's supposed to be. And then in this lifestyle, you just see shit that you're like, the shit that you could only dream of. I've got a better one. You can't even dream of this shit that I see. <laughs> and the yeah, thing is, I've experienced this with, with women because it's like you can't walk in there with two of your homeboys. That's the difference. You got to walk in there with a woman. She got to be into that. Yeah. Because that's the key. The, the women are, are, they run that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Men are nasty. You know, they don't give a fuck. We, we fuck anything. But the, I was about to say so, this is the difference between men and women. Women choose who they sleep with. Men, uh, men sleep with who chooses them to see you know what i mean yeah that's true, that's true. Just, yeah it's because it's pussy like pussy's so valuable i'm a see a, a fucking dude will fuck the ugliest motherfucking absolutely just because it's pussy. Not like, yo, just because yeah it's like because pussy. it's a new one yeah they get bored of the same one they see the new one and they just they just want to they just want to hit it one time and that's yeah, it that's a fact that's a hundred percent they fact. don't want to leave their woman they just want something new for the night and then go back to the wife again the next day right. And I, mean, I understand that, you know what, I have an issue with cheating, but at the same time, I understand where it's coming from because, and this is why, like, it's good to, like, bring people into the relationship sometimes and, and have a little bit of fun because, fuck, it gets boring, the same person in and out. Well, you know, the positions that are going to come back. You. You'll get tired of the I'm same thing. Both ways. I'm saying it both ways. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a two-way street. You know what, what words are going to be said for the night. You know... How long it's going to last the majority of the time. You know what I mean? Like, So that's where all this cheating comes from because you just need a change of pace sometimes. The only thing I'm a sucker for is a woman that stimulates me. That's the only thing. Mentally. Which is hard to find nowadays. That's very, very yeah. Not just a you woman. Stimulate me mentally, in general. I, I won't even hold you out. I'll be like, hmm, because now it's like you're doing something that usually doesn't get done. And even when they say they could do it, it's like, ah, you're talking too much. You can't do shit. Or this dude say he like feet. I like feet too. I, nobody like feet the way I like feet, player. I nobody like feet the way Nancy got pretty feet. I'll tell you <laughs> that right fucking right now. Nancy got some pretty ass feet. I'm not going to give you an Instagram. But if you look in the past oh, shows, I <laughs> Nancy got pretty feet. So if you in well, the feet, you, yeah, your feet is official. Definitely. No <laughs> question about it. So you got to think about it. Like, I think with me as a man, it's just, it just gets boring where I think what I hate the most about myself is something I hit. And then every plan I had to do something with this girl, it just dies. I mean, I fucking hit it once or twice. I'm like, man, I ain't trying to do no damn vacation with her. I think her phone got dropped off. But I think, I think with me, I think what happens is, like I tell a lot of men, man, how important it is, man. We got to really, really get to a a deeper level, man, of stimulation, understanding the woman that we probably let the world take away from us because the world is put down. Okay, cool. She coming back. Um, 
Oh, she come back in. So I think I think the biggest thing is we men are not being stimulated mentally and we get bored. Niggas get bored, we get destructive. And when we get bored, we do get destructive. We get destructive, we get bored, you know, it all goes together. Um but years ago, I'm telling the, the reason why I'm stressing this about this stimulation. All my life, one of my biggest ways was I used to pull a lot of my women from long phone conversations. That was just my hook. Long, I'm talking long conversations because once you get into a woman's system like that, it it becomes it's a guarantee. Like two of my big things I used to do. One side was kind of fucked up. Like I used to, you know, me having a woman used to pull women in, but we're not going to get into that because some of my situation is different. <laughs> but back then, that was my main hook, and that hook always worked. Long conversation was stimulation. So if you on the phone with a woman for a long time, it's called jonesing. We kicking it, we talking for hours and hours, and um. Okay, I'm singing like hold on. Hold on. So what happened is like even now, like right now I'm in my vacation mode. Um click onto the link, me, it's just right there. I just put it in the chat. And um there have been situations even with myself where I've Stop doing this for so many years. Like, I tried to fight it, but I'm like, yo, it never fails to work. You know what I'm saying? And, oh, here she go. There's the queen. The queen is back. queen is back. My goodness, I, my phone, like, I by accident went to turn down the volume, and that was it. You disappeared on oh, me. Shit. So I was like, oh, shit. I said, she'll be back. <laughs> so I was telling them, I was like, how important it is. I said, one of my biggest... I'm not telling a secret on yourself, but one of my biggest things all my life that guaranteed to be my, I wouldn't even say hook. I would say, I'm a specialty. Something that I adored so much was long conversations. I would talk and we would talk and then you become a part of the woman. She becomes a part of you because now you share mm-hmm. things with her. How was your day? You really, really are knowing her day. Like, I don't know what your job looks like, but you could picture her job. You could picture her place. Yeah. Right? Like, you know what I'm saying? I yeah. love that shit. So next thing you know, you're in the car. She's telling you about her day. You really getting involved. Like, whatever happened to that bozo boss of yours, another coworker? You start knowing her right? coworkers and all that shit will get you connected before you know it. By the time you're with her, and y'all going to a movie, something as simple as a movie. You in the car with her, you like, damn, you know what I'm saying? This shit, this shit feels good. Like, it's nice and cold outside. We in the car, and it's like walking into that theater, and you see that person's face that you normally don't look in the face because y'all always on the phone. It just brought yeah. an extra zestiness because stimulation for a human being is the secret. Like, niggas can sit there and talk pictures and chat with each other. They can even text and you can text a thousand times a person. It's like that stimulation of you texting a million times to do the four hours or three hours I was on the phone with this woman. That shit will will grow stronger. Because now mm-hmm. you're you starting to know her day. You know her issues. You know her ups and downs. It's two o'clock. She normally calls me at 2.30. Yep, you can read her. You know, so you start reading her. 
Yeah, it becomes like a book. Close. Mm. Shit, yes. Next thing you know, you like, yo, it's like they become, you become part of each other. How's your mother doing? Or did, did she exactly. Do You'd be like, oh, shit. It doesn't happen anymore. That shit don't happen no more. It doesn't happen anymore. It's so oh, sad. Shit is just corny. So, like, it's so whack right now. I'm not even challenged. I think the passion now, even for me as a man, I struggle because I'm like, eh. Like, I got a, I got a neighbor right now that I'm like, damn. Like, she's dangerous. I already know because it's like, you know when you're attracted to somebody and it's almost like, nah, we can't do that because you got an old man or whatever. But I can see right now, like, I know y'all ain't delivering nothing. Like, the conversation must be horrible. No attraction. There probably out. is no conversation. Nothing. I know for a fact, but the only problem is the only reason why I won't fuck with it because she lives literally like a neighbor, neighbor. Like, but she was the only one because I know that I know that it's there. And this is an individual where it's like, yo, you know, let me just use my common sense because I know where this could happen. I know it, and that's what I miss. I miss knowing something, and it happens. Like, mm-hmm. Now it's like. It's hard for a motherfucker to really be in a bed with a woman now. A lot of the guys will tell you, they, it's hard to just get, like, you're going to look at something and say, you're watched by Friday, next Friday, watch me be in this shit. We know them days is gone now. Because now everything is based on this bullshit and nobody has a good method. Like, whatever method's working, it's not an authentic method where a person is feeling you that that energy you kissing somebody because you've been on the phone with them for a whole fucking month three hours a day and some people are like who got the time for that shit i said nigga i got the time for that shit you fuck with me late at night i'm your guy and i've always been that way because even as me multitasking and like you said you know we able to do so much i could do whatever you gotta remember i could be working and have a bluetooth in my fucking ear and Mm-hmm. South Jersey and run up to Massachusetts and back to New York for hours. That's that's phone convo. You know what I'm saying? You can be on FaceTime as long as you got a good charger. So absolutely, I think that that's the most that we missing. Where you just like, yo, I'm feeling. I think of, I think it's more important for a woman to say like, yo, I'm kind of digging this dude. Like who? Yo, I'm digging Nate. Wow, what the fuck happened here? It's like, nah, nah. We just be talking all the time. We be talking. We we we. I be hearing his stories, and it's so intriguing. And then before you know it, you 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 building a move. And I think that's the the dialogue that we are missing with people where we don't have anymore. It's like I feel when you build that, then it becomes a thing when seasons change here and the summertime comes. And like, yo, listen, we about to have a barbecue. I was telling my aunt about you, about that story you was telling me. And then by the time you come in there, you're not even this girl's boyfriend. You just cool with her. But the family's just like, yo, like we've been hearing mad shit about you. You mad cool. This, that, and the third. It builds so much intensity because of that phone fucking convo. I promise you. I know this for a fact. She had another button. I know this for a fact. Some of that shit is lacking so much that I've learned that a lot of men don't even know what a hook is anymore. It's almost like we lost we lost ourselves. Like you ask the average man, like right now, yo, what's your hook? He don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, yo, what's your hook? Your basic hook is something that you have special about yourself as an individual 
you know you have this uniqueness about yourself that nobody can capture you on. You know, you you listen. I remember years ago, let me give you a brief story. I remember years ago, right? I got to be careful with the names I say. But anyway, there's a girl that I broke up with. She had a family member, right? And I was telling them about this. Uh, I was telling about this story, right? So there, was a, there was a family member that, that was dating the young lady that I used to be with. So I stopped dealing with her. I was running this comedy club. So her family member came through one time. I'm like, I was like, she's like, yo, you still with so-and-so? I'm like, nah, nah. She's like, yo, I knew something was different. I haven't seen you around. I'm like, yo, that shit's bugging me out. What the fuck happened? I'm like, nah, nah. All I just kept saying was, yo, just write that number on that mailing list, right? Because so, I knew. So um, she went to the comedy club. I make sure I'm like, yo, I'm going to give her a car plunge. I told my man, don't charge her for no drink. She good. And um, she was leaving. And she's like, yo, I'm going to definitely give you a call. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, I got your number two. And I remember the first night we got on the phone, we was talking for like five fucking hours about everything. Like she got a full load and we was just building and she was just attentive, taking care of whatever she had to. She had one son. She was able to do whatever she was doing. And I remember one night, I think my, um, my uncle passed. And I remember she knew what was going on. I'm like, yo, she's like, yo, I'm going to come right out there. I'm like, all right, cool. So I'll be there 20 minutes. I told her to meet me at this little um, diner called Perkins. So she came to Perkins, met me. Oh, okay. I know that. You know Perkins, right? Yeah, yeah. So she came and met me at Perkins, and it was late at night, and she just giving me the eye of love and showing the love. But we was just building, building. No sex yet. I'm saying nothing. It was just total intensity. I mean, it was intense. And we was just building. We were just talking all throughout the day, all through the work. You know what I'm saying? It just kept building and building and building. And what was happening was it was something that I realized that changed as I got older now with all the different technology. That was the one thing that was lacking because that's something that I enjoy and I'm open with it. Like, I don't care. It's like, those are the hours out of my day that I could commit to something like that. Sometimes I can't sleep or do certain work. Or edit certain videos unless I'm on a phone conversation. It's weird. Mm-hmm. So if I'm building with somebody, that feeling is kind of it's ever so satisfying because I'm be, I'm building the person up in the event of it, and they're building me up, and we all just it's just beautiful feeling. Can't even explain the feeling. The feeling is just so electric that all you can explain is the true level of chemistry. Like chemistry is really comes from that. That's energy. So you build a person, you're kicking it. You start learning a person's lingo. You start learning a person's attitude. And she knew me. She started bringing food, little shit that I liked. Every Friday she would come through. She smelled good. Everything about it, she knew what it was. She knew how to deliver because we was kicking it. And long story short, that's what was happening from the very beginning. She kind of was like, a lot of women know how they do it. It's like, she kind of was like, if you can take me there, I'll fuck with it. But under the under the level of nobody knows, and we don't want to get caught. You know, it is a family member that I knew. But I knew if I could take her to that part of the world, if I could take her out of Earth and put her in a Jupiter, Bring her to Jupiter without her, her nobody knowing and she could get back in Earth without looking crazy because nobody noticed her in Jupiter. 
that's a comfort level that she loved. And that's why every time we used to be around each other, the stimulation was so deep because we built it off of those phone combos. Mm-hmm. Everything was built on the phone combo. So I remember when me and her first got down, I remember I was in Manhattan. I was like, yo, just go to this hotel. And I remember I told her, just, you know, get the little card key. Because, you know, they don't give keys anymore. They give cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she took the card, met upstairs. I remember she called me. I never forget that number popped up. She called from a hotel room. She said, I'm here. What time are you going to be back? How long do you think you're going to be? And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I don't fucking believe this. I got this motherfucker dead. Yeah. I remember I came upstairs. It was like she felt bad because she felt as if, like, this is all I wanted. I said, nah, this is not all I wanted. This is all I wanted in the event of us building. Like, I kind of wanted to have all that because I know I'm going to be back. Mm-hmm. Because I knew that it wasn't going to just be whatever because you already built all these hours with me with this phone intensity. Yeah. So it's like, you got, let's just say you got 200 hours of phone conversation with me in such a little bit of time. So some somebody went, oh, I don't got no time to be. I'm like, yeah, nigga, you do that shit, but this would have worked. This was- That's the problem. That's why relationships don't work out nowadays. Because people don't take the time to get to know each other and have those conversations. No, they don't. And that 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 that, that, that kills me. Cause what do you do? Like I miss my West Coast people that they be up three hours, three hours behind me at a time. Cause I'm a late person, as you can see. I like to kick and talk late at night. What happens to that shit? And I'm the opposite. It's you the opposite, right? Yeah, normally like 11, 12, I'm in bed. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, man. I, yo, I am like a super. But then I'm up at like 6, 7 o'clock cooking dinner. Well, you see, man, I'm, I'm in the spirit now because like, even when I finish here, yeah, I have me a little something, but it's a holidays weekend. I'm chilling. I'm feeling good. Despite all the shit that's going on, this, you know what I mean? This is my zone of that. So this, this, this same thing I'm feeling now is the same thing I was feeling that we stopped. Sometimes you stop so many things in your life, you stop everything. So you like you stop, mm. you stop that. Like, what happens? You stop so many things in your life, it becomes you take everything away. Now you just like you have whatever you have, but you're not really enjoying it because it's the simple things you were doing. Like you, you could take you. There's some shit you stop doing, but when you just stop everything. You can't stop everything, and you can't stop everything. And people have an opinion with it. I'm like, yo, you gotta do what works for you. I know what works for me, so. I know there's a lack in this stimulation because I'm always stimulating. Well, I'm not saying stimulate, but let's say if I'm entertaining people on, on a channel and kicking it, in my real world, it's like, well, who's talking to me? You know what I'm saying? I'm busy yeah. on everybody else's problem, leading this. I'm a boss here. I'm a boss here. I always tell them motherfuckers what to do. Hey, see how this one's going on? I'm going to tell them to do this, be over here at 3 o'clock. That's what I'm, my life is, as a boss. But how, how often do I have a boss where... I don't listen to YouTubers. I don't go to other channels at all because I, I, I'm i too influential. So I can't even be influenced by hearing another person's thing like I've talked about before. I did that James, that James Samuel shit or Samuel, whatever his name was for that three, four days because yeah, influence because I listened to it. I'm like, yeah, I didn't even get out of that. But now I got out of it. It's like, I right, thank God I'm not fucking with it. It's like, I've seen this shit come up and suggest a child. I said, nope, nope. Because I was entertained by those three clips. Yeah, consuming so your time. Yeah, it was, it was fuck. It was taking too much of my time. Literally, it's consuming my shit. So, um, I know my specialty that has been neglected. If that makes sense, like this has been neglected. You know, kicking it, having those deep discussions, and 
and being able to show that intensity built up where you connect with a person, you could just keep adding. It's like you go to the chalkboard and you can raise the level higher because it's like, oh shit, we talked last time more than we did before. That's what was missing. So when the situation was coming about where like my boy called me from prison yesterday. He said, yo, is it a drought out here sex with sex? Because I'm, you know, he, he clearly misses shit because he's in jail. I'm like, yo, bro, you want to be honest with you? It's kind of a drought heavy because number one is COVID. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers ain't mm-hmm. really fucking around as active as me and him was when he was home. You know what I mean? Like, we're not as active in the game because now it's to the point where it's like shit's just whack now. Like, you can't even have a conversation with a broad. So I'm at that point where I'm like, if I can get in the conversation, you know what I'm saying? It takes away, like, hey, just come just hit something up. That's like a woman. She could be like, I could get a dick anywhere. It's like, yeah, my man, I could get pussy anywhere, but you know, stimulate me. Have me go to can bed. get a conversation anywhere, yeah. Have me wake up in the morning and say, Yo, that was a good conversation. Like, I slept good because I spoke to you, but meanwhile, I went to bed at fucking five o'clock, woke up at seven, and I'm still feeling high off the convo. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's what I miss. Rather than waking up and you feeling like, damn, I feel like I just drunk something that I shouldn't have drunk and I feel like I got a hangover now because I was on the phone arguing with this stupid motherfucker. So it's just different now. So And the conversation is on your mind throughout the day, like different things. Yeah. Things that you, you were talking about will just pop up and a smile on your face or all of a sudden you're just like, oh shit, you know, I just thought about that. Yes. Do you know, do you know when you have that person in your system just when you kiss a woman with that history, that kiss is going to be like no other because now it's like you 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 intensified it. So yeah. it's not about like her sex could be whack, but it would never be whack because you already in, you and her built so much intensity. Already mentally in there, yeah. Right. The mentals is so strong That's right it. now. That Mental is stronger than like the strongest thing ever. What? That's, yeah. That, trust me when I tell you. A lot of people slack. A lot of people are slacking. They're slacking and they're lacking in that because they're not getting it delivered and they're not getting a return. And believe me when I tell you, a lot of people that's listening to this right now, that's what's missing. Women are not getting that because niggas don't know how to talk no more. And women are not getting. I mean, the men are not getting that because they don't know how to talk. So it's like it's they don't care to anymore. No, nobody cares to talk. It's so easy to get it out there now. They don't care. Right. That's why relationships don't work out nowadays. That's what I'm saying. No, that's relationships. Because there's that, no conversations. There's no, the, the communication is gone. After you feed me, I remember I was on the phone with a broad years ago, not even a broad, but special lady at the time. I remember we was on the phone. Literally, no, no bullshit. It's a classic thing. We was on the phone so late that it was straight up daylight. I mean, I ain't talking five in the morning day. Like, this shit was like six, seven in the morning. We was talking. I was like, I'm even looking back there. How the fuck is that possible that you're on the phone? But that's you just. You don't even realize it. You don't even realize it. I'm talking we, like. We've been on for five hours now and you don't even realize it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yo, this, this is, is just saying as a perfect example. You know what I mean? This is a, a perfect, perfect example. This is the example right here. Look five hours and you don't realize how fast it goes. Hours. How, 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 I don't even understand how that's, first of all, it doesn't even feel like five hours. 
Five exactly. hours. People go to part-time jobs for four hours. So that means somebody exactly. went to work at home. They're like, you feel this is a pro this so forget every example I tried to explain. That's this, what I was this. saying. That's why I said you five hours, because this is the example. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I promise you, every video I do, you know this very seldom I could come out and tell you that something is electric. When I tell you it's electric, that's a big deal for me. You know, again, I could perform, I could act, I could do a whole bunch of shit. I got 4,500 videos to prove that shit. I've been doing this shit a long time. And I'm just as good as my last video. So I don't remember anything from then because that's how I could keep producing and creating. But when you're able to be in the conversation, I'm telling, I'm telling people like this, like even anybody that's watching, like if there's anything that you want to watch, a method of a coach, this is the most authentic way to do it. Have a conversation. Trust me when I tell you, there's not a woman on this earth. And y'all dudes running to these different countries and y'all don't, she don't even speak the language. You can't stimulate her. Because they don't care about the conversations. They don't give a fuck about the conversation. They don't the conversation. care. Go to Google. Go to, my, boy's out in, my boy's out in Cuba or wherever right now for Christmas holiday. I said, bro, you're lost. Like, what's the, and I'm going to kill it right here. What is the point of talking to a woman? You got no communication. Can't communicate. Yeah, because it's not about that. It's more about nowadays. It's all about the looks. And that shit is whack. Like, yo, what are you gonna be doing? You fucking for five hours and you go hola hola. Like, I can't take that after a while. Like, I want to be able to have a conversation. I want to be able to have a hug because you know what's on my mind. You may even know I'm. I got a certain phone call. I told you I was waiting for, and you know our niggas happy because you know what I, we talked about two weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that had to be. Was that such and such? Was that Simon? Yeah, how you you remember? Yeah, because I remember. I could tell the way you looked in your face. I said I gotta be Simon. How dope is that? Yeah. How dope is that to know where you could connect with a person on that level? So that's why I tell people nothing else matters, whatever a person's doing at that point, because you and this individual is on a level that most people cannot connect with. And that's the way that you win, man or female. That's stimulation on both ends. Like nobody catches, you can't give all that time to somebody, you ain't giving nothing back. So it, it works both ways. And see, that's the connection that Nancy has that I know is different is most women don't know how to be um, nurturing. And we don't mean nurturing like, hey, come here, baby, and we rub your back. We talk about nurturing in the sense of knowing, hey, mate, remember that day? Remember we talked about that day? That's nurturing. Like, damn, you fucking remembered? Wow. Like, guys won't say that, but they know on a low, it's like they're big teddy bears. Like, wow, she remembered that conversation. Oh, she remembered that. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's right talks. Wow, that's cool. That's interesting. That's smart. Mm -mm. You're a smart motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? All of that shit just... And this is why people now that's listening are learning how important. That's why I'm so passionate about a true authentic conversation. Now we know Nancy got to go to bed now, so I want to be keeping up. <laughs> I'm just letting you know how... I'm up at seven. And look at that. She's up at 7 o'clock. Remember, still got to work, even though the Christmas situation is going on. But ladies and gentlemen, trust me when I tell you, if you can't hold a conversation with somebody for five fucking hours, you're not stimulating shit. And I promise you. And to stimulate me is a big deal, because if you stimulate me, you're stimulated. Because if you stimulate me, time tells. You know what I mean? Time shows everything. Time yeah, nobody's going to waste time for nothing. Right. 
time is yeah. of the essence. So you could you could show somebody that hey, well, I've been talking to this person. I mean, that's like somebody telling you, oh, what's up with so and so? Man, we talk every day. What? Every day, every night, I talk to so. I'm like, oh shit. Person can't relate that. Somebody may hate. Oh, I ain't got no time to be talking to everybody like that. I'm like, yeah, I talk to them every week, every night. So the young bucks nowadays. Oh, I tell you, man, that shit. You just this. This isn't me at a real passionate level, ladies and gentlemen. Five hours and six minutes. Six minutes. <laughs> you know I mean, so that's what I'm trying to tell you. So I think this is the most exclusive interview I've ever done because I'm letting y'all know how the zone that I'm in. Like, if time wasn't against me in the sense of now that I know Nancy got to get to work and I got to be respectful, this is the same situation that happened at night when I was on the phone with old girl back in the past until 7 in the morning. I'm like, how the fuck did we get like that? I didn't yeah, wait. because it would go all night. <laughs> all night. We were just talking. I was like, yo. And it got to the point where I didn't even want to get off the phone. Like, getting off the phone. Was the hardest thing because you still have so much part. to talk about. Yes. Like, yeah. unless you get off the phone and the person's dozing off and, you know, they, they go to sleep or whatever. But when you see that, it's just crazy. So, ladies and gentlemen, you should learn a lot from this conversation. Beyond belief, this is the proof. Have a conversation. Stimulation is key. The mind needs that. The mind needs that stimulation. Same. You can watch television or you can read a book. You know what I mean? That stimulation, when that body, when that mind gets stimulated, there's nothing coming back because it's all recorded. It's just like adding new stuff in your iCloud, and that's what your brain is. So much love to everybody, man. And Nancy, as you know, you it are. It was a nice show. I enjoyed yes. it. Thank you so much for your time and everybody out there watching. Thank you for everybody that joined in. And um, till next Friday. Oh, hey, Mike. He's just joining in now. <laughs> Shout out to Mike, man. Shout out to Terry Jones. Shout out to Omega Games. Omega Dreads Gaming Channel. Shout out to Dog Clips. Shout out to everybody, man. I Ain't didn't no stepdad stimulus. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Shout out to Big Daddy. He said, that's why a woman... That's why the vibes among men and women is way off. It is off, I'm telling you, because niggas Absolutely, ain't... Big Daddy. We need stimulation. People don't know anymore. And this is why also, like, relationships back in the days used to last so long. Because people actually communicated. They didn't... Like, nowadays, remember I was saying, when somebody gets into a fight in a relationship, it's easy just to break up and just go about their... You go your way, I go my way. Back in the days, sit down and talk it out. And work it out. Work that shit out, man. Yeah. Work it out because it's it's talking. But it's too easy now to just jump from person to person, right? Because relationships they make it so easy just to leave somebody today and be in a relationship with somebody tomorrow. But in most cases, that's why you see people are mean and moody now because you jump into another relationship and she's all yeah. fucked because she didn't never get no stimulation. She doesn't even know. So when a body lacks that stimulation, you just become a, a, a mental wreck. And I believe, like when you're sleeping with somebody, all that energy that you're like, I don't know. I'm, I'm about that energy crap. No, I'm about the energy, man. I, I, listen, yeah, honestly, like, man, I, I really ain't even trying to do... I'm, I'm honest with this. I'm really on you. I ain't even trying to do nothing until that's mind is stimulated. I, I yeah, because it's just that energy. Like, the, yeah. that you exchange at that time with your... You know what I mean? Just, I don't know. I need, I, I need to experience that again. I think that's the most incredible experience for anybody to experience. Try to... <laughs> 
Try to put yourself on a back burner. I mean, listen, unless you hustling out there and you're doing your thing with you and a girl's doing it. I'm just speaking the terms. You're getting money from a dude using them. Fuck it. But I'm speaking the terms. Even you, ladies, even whoever you are, whoever you are, wherever you are, you know and I know that one man that stimulates you is a whole different Yeah. Phone conversations is different. Riding a car is different. Walking everything, is different. Everything, everything. Right? Yeah. Everything is different. So we, 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 um, he said, Oh, you talk about the eight rooms of life? Hold on, hold on. What did he say before we get out of here? He said that, uh, no, he said it was something about the stimulus. Oh, no, no. He said, Nate, you are being engaged by beyond the body. The body gets old. It's the mind and personality that has you in such amazement and be thankful you have a friend that understands the eight rooms of life. I agree with that, bro. And I've, I've come with an exclusive tonight. I've admitted, yes, I am definitely lacking majorly in that category definitely and it's been proven and we've been proving this again for five hours and ten minutes okay <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen matter of fact we know we're gonna keep it unedited because i did have a moment when i was out of the video for like 10 15 20 minutes but if you have the common sense to know to fast forward but whatever maybe i take it out but either way you can hit us on the podcast hold on, hold on. oh he said please ask nancy what does she think of the eight rooms of life that every woman should know um i don't think She's seen that layout that you broke down the other day, um, Terry Jones. So you you mentioned that the other day. You broke down all the eight rooms. So we'll do that next week because Nancy is a busy woman, and I don't want to hold up anymore. But we are not that busy for each other now because she already got my mind like bing, bing, and I'm feeling real good. <laughs> You're going to sleep as good as a motherfucker tonight. So I hope you are too, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, tell them, to, tell them to tune next Friday and ask that question, and we'll get it answered. Yeah, so break it down too. Make it, make sure you break it down, Minister. That'll be good. So, much love for you. Who, or last but ever think that what happened in the grid went down, bro. We had no internet for years. I know because I, the internet fucked me up. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm telling you from I'm telling you from proof. I'm admitting it. Yes, it did because I know the transition of what I've been doing the last ten years, and this shit has definitely been fucking my head up. Absolutely, with everybody. Yeah, with everybody. We all can relate in that. So you you know what's happening. You know we ain't getting stimulated. So, ladies and gentlemen, much love to y'all. You have a good have night. Have a good night, everybody. And you have a good night. All right, Nancy. <laughs>